0: Poison Rana
1: Hello Hello, hello, hello Brayden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Poison Rana You found us on whatever podcast app you're listening to us on
0: Or YouTube.com slash at Poison Rana Pod Hello, little, little fucking tadpoles
1: Tadpoles, poison pals Yeah Friends Friends We are here oh, I couldn't do that today Long night? Yeah, I guess so. It's been a a long year. (laughs) A long life, man. Uh, Welcome to the show. We're going to talk all about everything that's going on in the world of professional wrestling today and this week and cover everything from Dynamite to Jey Uso leaving to Punk shitting on Hangman for no reason to
0: G1. G1. We're on the road to Wrestle Kingdom. We're on the road to Wembley.
1: Oh, what's that? Sorry, I don't know what that is. Is that a show coming up?
0: Yeah, just uh, just a little house show, other side of the park.
1: Yeah, house show for sure, definitely biggest house show ever. We're mm. going to chat about it on the road too, the biggest wrestling event ever. Uh, so lots of lots of stuff
0: to talk about. So uh, wherever you are, thanks for spending your time with us. Yeah, hello everyone. How are you all doing? Uh, uh, how are you? I'm pretty good. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of I'm quite tired. It's been a, it's been a hell of a weekend. Uh, busy working at the bar. Um, uh, and then I worked my friend's baby shower wow. yesterday, so, which was pretty cool. I've never seen a baby shower like this, so I was bartending her event, and... Bartending at a baby bartending shower. Bartending at a baby shower. Not only was I bartending at a baby shower, but on the bar, we had a little weed station as well. She's so already parent were, of the year, for sure. Joints, <laughs> there were joints, there gummies, uh, and it was quite funny to see, because they're like the, the multi-packs yeah. of gummies. Well, there's no babies there. No, no, yeah, yeah. but there were a couple, but like, uh... <laughs> But people would come up and grab the entire pack. I'm like, it's supposed it. to like take one yeah. piece. But uh, so I did that and then went straight back to went straight to work after uh, where it was karaoke night, which is always kind of wild. Um, sang a bit of Oasis. I was getting in the mood to go back home. Nice, and bit feeling of, British. What's the story? Morning Glory. Right. Uh, that's why my my throat might be a little little sore right now. But yeah, uh, final Saturday night before before we head in. Yeah, it's this
1: Wednesday night, actually, that we get on the plane to go over to your, your home country. So, yeah, this is one of our last – this is our last Poison Rana for a little while. We uh, we would say everyone should go follow us on our socials and stuff uh, because we're going to be doing lots of uh, you know posts of stuff that we visit, that we see, and uh, something a bit different for all patrons over at Poison Rana Patreon over there. Uh, we're gonna be posting little things, something a bit
0: different, a bit yeah, new. We're gonna try our best to kind of uh, like, obviously, we like I'm visiting family. We've got a lot of stuff like planned, but we we want to try and keep you guys updated. So we will be putting stuff on the on the Patreon and and perhaps uh, releasing a couple of our like archive shows on this feed to kind of uh, give you little tasters while we're away of what you're what you're missing out on the Patreon. So uh, don't worry, there'll still be content coming uh b Detroit and Sino are going to have us covered on up next for the next couple of weeks what up do next what up do next wait no what, what up, up next what up next what doe? up next Doe. <laughs> <laughs> one of them uh, so yeah they'll be doing that Sino will obviously be having shot in the dark still coming out on this feed uh, so plenty of podcasts whilst we're still away and if you are a patron don't worry we've been we've been watching a whole lot of stuff to uh, to have ready to release uh, while we're We're away on our holly bulbs.
1: Yeah, we're we're still uh, creating some content for our patrons out there because we love you guys so, so much. And it's not stopping. So we did a review of SummerSlam 1992 from Wembley. So that was pretty cool. And that's already out on the Patreon. We are kind of recording some shows in bulk to release in the next few weeks while we are away. And one of them is James Bond 007, No Time to Die. We finally have finished... All of the James Bond, Daniel Craig universe movies, in our reviews, they're going to be, all of them are up there on the Patreon already, but No Time to Die will be dropping some point
0: uh, this week, so uh, look for that over there. I, I love this review, like, I, I've i always been a fan of the Bond film since, right from like a, a really young age, and I get really passionate about it, and I, I definitely think this is one of the, the best films in the entire franchise, so uh really looking forward to you guys hearing that one next week. Yeah, uh so lots of James Bond our bond re- ratings
1: come back come out. Back, so yeah. bond ratings more more than one show lately as it seems. So if you're a bond fan or and like our movie reviews that's something to check out this week, but next week we will be looking at the original all in from 2018. That's right, 5 years ago. Week after the week after, yes. wow, okay, we're sorry. talking about it. Yeah, 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 sorry, yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: we'll have it ready like the week of all in. Yeah, to get you all prepared
1: exactly. So the the podcast won't be stopping, and we're hitting with you some some great shows. So go support the boys. It's only five bucks. I'm
0: looking forward to revisiting this one. We were there live. Uh, I've rewatched a couple of matches since then, yeah. but uh, I feel like there's going to be a lot. Obviously, I, I remember like big moments on this show, but I feel there's going to be stuff like. Wait, sorry. This was on the show right, as yeah. well. So, yeah. uh, really looking forward to talk about that. Uh, so, get your feedback if you you still got time. If you want to get in the all in mood, yeah, go give it a watch.
1: I'll I'll put up uh, a Facebook thread and a Patreon thread for the all in feedback. So, if anyone else wants to go rewatch it in the next week, someone has it up on YouTube Ooh. for like three years now. It's the whole the whole show is just. On YouTube. So you can watch it there for free. I'm sure there's other ways you can find it too. Uh, But we will be looking at that. It's probably on on
0: Honor Club, I would think.
1: Something like that, possibly. Mm. Yeah. Uh, So we're going to be looking at that, reviewing the original All In as we gear up for our trip to All In. London.
0: We have been continuing our was next journey as they're on the road to arrival. That's right. And uh, yeah, that, it was a pretty interesting show. We talked about this week that we just released, January twenty second, twenty fourteen. As we're starting to put the pieces together for. Uh, NXT's first premium live event.
1: Yeah, the, the Was Next show that we do where we look back at Retro NXT is pretty heating up with this whole like first arrival, this pre-takeover events, really. So I uh, can't wait till we review that show with Cesaro and uh, Sammy. but we're, we're so far reviewing the NXT episodes leading up to that. So lots and lots of podcasts, and that's like a bonus show, two bonus shows a week. It's five bucks for a whole month's access, and you can access everything in that back catalog and I've been getting some messages. I will be setting up the Spotify Patreon link thing. Amazing. I have not done it yet, yes. but uh, we work shoot jobs but uh, i will probably set this up maybe even like tomorrow by tomorrow it's going to be so
0: much easier for everyone if you can just get it straight from your spotify be yeah. listening to our uh, our patreon shows it
1: might even inspire people to just try that way instead of Absolutely. the the patreon website route but the patreon website rss does link to your like app d- depending on what phones and services you use but for someone like me i do use spotify especially as of late even for podcasting, I, mm. I found myself using. So it is pretty cool. So I will be checking that out. And when we do, you'll see us plug about it and post about it.
0: And we normally plug our socials at the end of the show. But I'm going to plug them right here. Uh, X and Instagram, at Poison Rana Pod, at Daveyportman, Portman, at The Brady. Because uh, there's going to be a lot of fun stuff over the next few weeks. You're going to see Braden have his first Ale at a proper pub. <laughs> None of these Canadian pubs. A proper pub. A no, real beer. A pub that's, you know, older, yeah. than, older than Canada. Right. Um, we're going to be doing that. You're going to yeah. probably try a proper British curry, proper yeah. fish and chips, proper pie. Take you to a Weatherspoons. take you to a Greggs. I'm excited. Uh, we're going to Berlin as well. So, you know, some, some good, uh, good German beer. Some schnitzel, maybe. Yeah, some drugs. I implore you, give us a follow on the socials because we're going to have a lot of fun stuff coming out over the next few weeks. If you if you don't want to put your hands in your pockets for the, the Patreon, I'm sure you'll get some value from our stories.
1: <laughs> yes, follow us on all the, the socials for all the stuff that we do in the next little while. And while you're clicking that follow, you can go and look at the very nice menu for all in oh, it are we there yet yes. not yet there. i can i can we have a super chat yeah,
0: let's go to some super chats first hey Please. shout
1: out jake from the windy city because we have super chats now yes. here on the monetized poison rana youtube page uh jake from the windy says hey hope you guys are having a great time and safe travel lads are you planning on seeing some uk indie shows like rev pro or going to see some pl football as well
0: uh yeah we were we were kind of considering uh doing the uh um, rev pro rev pro uh it is uh it is on a Saturday night and we our time in London is kind of limited because we are doing some like travel plans and things we 've decided against going because we have seen a lot of wrestling over the last year yeah as much as I think it 's going to be a fantastic show uh, i think there's other stuff we want to do having a proper Saturday night in in London uh, is kind of high on our list, I think. And just saving ourselves, you know, save ourselves to that big Wembley show. As much as we are going to be negative about it in the next uh, <laughs> couple of segments, we are excited. And we know AEW always delivers when it comes to these shows. Yeah. So I think we're saving it ourselves for that. Uh, it looks it looks awesome, to be honest. Uh, it's not priced like an indie show. I'll tell you that as well, either. No, and but. That, that's the thing as well. Like uh, The Canadian dollar sucks. So everything we're looking at is about twice the price. So when we're talking about £60 for an indie show, we're looking at 120 bucks to go to this, where... You know, we can we can see a lot of these people in Toronto as well. Yeah. Um so we wish RevPro the best. It looks like, awesome. Copper Box looks like it's gonna a fantastic be great. venue. It would be cool to see it's in the old Olympic park in Stratford and everything. It it's gonna be great and I I'm sure everyone who's going are gonna have a great time. Uh but I think we're gonna be doing some probably bar hopping in Soho that day. Exactly. Uh and and Premier League kinda goes the same way. I, we were kinda discussing going to a football game like i'd uh, i know arsenal were playing actually that same day as revpro um but again it, it's it's ticket prices and i know you're not a a massive footy right. fan yeah. uh, and as much as i think got the experience of going to like a game we are going to wembley stadium although we're not seeing football we're going to be there twice so like getting the the sense of what an england football ground is yeah uh, might try and if we've got time go to richmond to see where ted lasso right. and roy kent kick about there you go real um, football stars but yeah i i don't think we're gonna be uh, catching any premier league
1: no uh there we, there are some other things though thank you jake for the thank you
0: very much jake
1: for the super chat there i the, i'm ex- I, i'm excited to do a lot of other british stuff i've been prepping myself listening to the spice girls and the
0: beatles i'm yep. ready I'm, I'm learning words um, I'm excited. My dad's got a nice pub crawl plan for us Excellent. on Saturday. Wonderful. Uh, yeah, it's it's, it's going to be a fun time. And
1: like the second day we're there, we're going to see the weekend at Wembley. Yes. So we're
0: going to Wembley twice. So uh... which is which is kind of good because it's going to give us uh, a sense because I think the weekend's kind of sold the same amount of tickets as All In. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to give us a good sense of you know how long it will take from like. Wembley Park Station to get into the stadium when it's, it's thousands and thousands of people going. Uh, so we can give, uh, pointers to people, uh, coming like from our event or, or separately, uh, to all in how much time you want to, you want to allow yeah. yourself to get there.
1: Absolutely. So follow all the, the stuff that we'll be, we'll be leaving on Wednesday Follow our socials. Our DMs are always open if any recommendations recommendations for London or for Berlin or anything on our travels. And if you're, of course, going to uh, these events, including Wembley and All In, because obviously we're going to be there. But obviously, you should be going to All In It, the real show that's happening on Sunday, August 27th in London, England. Because, yeah, uh, we've mentioned past weeks, past months now, this show has been sold out from, like, the get-go. And we're getting a lot of messages and DMs from people who are now making their plans and ways over to All In and Wembley that are like, hey, how can I come if it's sold out? So we have a venue that has an upstairs with a capacity of 100 people. We have 100 tickets sold. That is completely sold out. However, a lot of people are like, hey, I still want to come. There is still an opportunity for you to come, of course, come and hang out and have some drinks downstairs, and we will somehow, some way, haven't figured it out yet, we'll try to, if there is not full capacity upstairs at any moment, try to allow
0: some people to watch the show. Yeah, so basically, uh, we're doing the event from 12, doors open at 12, Uh, I think we're starting the live podcast aspect from 1.00. Um, And we'll be wrapping up around four o'clock to give people enough time to get to Wembley for the zero hour. Uh, As Braden mentioned, we are sold out upstairs, but there is this whole downstairs bar. And if it's hopefully, knock on wood, a nice day, there's outside seating as well. So if you want to come, we'll be mingling downstairs when we're not recording upstairs. Uh, You've got a good chance to see us. Um, But also after the event, um, Trinity have been lovely enough to let us come back and if you have either a wristband for our all in it event or just a ticket to Wembley that you can show on your phone or whatever they will let you in for free it is a holiday weekend so they normally charge cover at the door show your Wembley ticket you can come in for free uh we'll be doing karaoke and stuff upstairs playing some wrestling music if you just want to hang have a chat downstairs very welcome to do that too and we've got the license till 3 a.m So uh, Wembley's curfew is 11. I know people are going to be all spread out around London and thinking about how to get home. You might want to be like, you know what? Fuck it. It's going to be a late night. It's a holiday weekend. We've got the day off tomorrow. We'll cross that bridge when it comes to it. Come back to Wembley. Have a few pints with us. And if you weren't able to come hang earlier, you've got plenty of time to hang out with uh, probably a very inebriated... Uh, poison Ronald and Grapple Crew. Yes. Uh, all of us, the Poison Ronald lads
1: and the Grapple lads, are now going to be hanging out afterwards as well. So I want to see some Brits and their karaoke skills. I need to know how well the Brits can handle some karaoke. I have a feeling it's pretty well.
0: And maybe our uh, friend in the in the chat room, Cameron Starr, because I see he sent a two-pound wow. super chat to us. Maybe Pound. he'll be there uh, just and it's a super chat just because you're my favourite pod and NXT friend. friend, friend, friend.
1: Thank you, Cameron. Thank
0: you very much, Cameron. But that's not it. We have released the All In It drinks menu.
1: <laughs> this is there's people who are not going to this event because they live in you know different countries, but they're they've been waiting anxiously for the the All In It drop of what we're going to be selling.
0: So this is an interesting one because some of these I know will work. Yeah. Um however, like I'm whereas normally when I'm making these drinks, I kind of, you know, make myself a few cocktails cheekily at work and be like, hmm, that's really nice. I'll yeah. put that on the menu. I've been sent the inventory of all the kind of liquor they've got at Trinity, and a lot of it's very different from what we have over here. Right. So I've kind of been going, I think this and this will work, some I know absolutely will, but then I've gone into chat GPT and been like Hey, will this cocktail work? And I've done ones deliberately that I know won't work, and it'll go, that's disgusting. Okay. And then these ones, they've gone, that's going to pair really nicely. Okay. So we're trusting AI and just my mixology skills here. Uh, But let's reveal them. The all-in-it drink menu, bruv. We start off with the boom. Boom! Uh... Going to be you can order two of these because we're seeing him twice. Uh, For five pounds eighty-five pence, it's the what the the fuck is a pence? Pence. (laughs) uh, The drink previously known as the golden screwdriver. It's vodka. It's orange. It's Sprite. It's served in a rocks glass. It's it's a standard. It does the trick. It's the boom, baby. It's the boom. Uh, Then we have the Muscle Buster for five eighty-five. So we've got Cavazier. I'm listening. We're feeling fancy. We've got apple cider. We've got cranberry and soda served in a rocks glass. Pretty pretty boozy, this one. Yeah, I'm, I'm liking that. I, this one I've been eyeing up the most. It'll definitely bust your muscles, yeah, this one, if
1: you have a few exactly. of them. Exactly. Could, uh, could put someone down for the count.
0: Now we're getting a little crazy here. With the orange punch for £8.10p, it's Jaffa Cake Rum. What? So I just learned
1: what Jaffa Cake was like only a few months ago, and now you're telling me they also make a rum?
0: Yes. So uh, yeah, Trinity Bar have Jaffa Cake rum, vodka, and gin. It's ridiculous. But this being a punch, it's kind of got to be rum. So it's Jaffa Cake flavored rum. For all you uh, North Americans out there who might not know what a Jaffa Cake is, it's like the cross between... A, I was going to say biscuit. Let's say cookie for you people. Cross between a cookie and a cake. It's got a layer of sponge, a layer of orange jam or jelly, yeah. and then a layer of chocolate.
1: It's kind of like a Terry's chocolate orange, but as like a cookie or biscuit or something. Mm. They're really good. I They're really, 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 really like them. So the fact that they now have that as like a rum flavor
0: mixed with all these other things. So it's going to be jaff cake rum with Malibu. So a bit of coconut rum in there. Uh, orange juice and cranberry topped with soda in a tall glass should be should be very punchy I'm gonna I know there's gonna be people like all of our other events who
1: try all these things but this one also sounds delicious
0: and now I believe there's a drink in Japan called the Storm Zero right?
1: well there's the Strong Zero Strong Zero so she changed her finisher to the Storm Zero because a lot of gaijin wrestlers have a move called the Strong Zero, Strong Zero.
0: <laughs> well we've got the Storm Zero here it's Pink gin, Midori what's Midori? Uh, melon liqueur Okay Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, Unbranded energy drink <laughs> <laughs> Served the in a glass <laughs> This is when you're flagging You know when it's like Oh man We've still got A five hour event to go yeah. I better wake up Have something Pink and delicious you, after, And wake me up
1: Yeah after doing SummerSlam A four hour plus show I know like I'm probably going to want More caffeine in my system Before I get into the yes. Stadium Because by the main event I don't want to be Like lollygagging I want to be awake so So, yeah so gin midori and an energy drink yeah yeah. that sounds exactly like how it would storm zero strong zero yeah
0: and then we've got the coffin drop it's one for 410 or two for eight pounds i feel like our manager here at trinity bar might be a wrestling fan because he went wait sorry coffin drop you know there's a, a tag team coffin match coming on so we need to do a deal for two. For two. So That's right, there's a fucking coffin. Yes. Yeah, so you can get a tag team coffin drop for eight pounds. And
1: if you don't have a partner, do them yourself.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's half crack and rum, half cherry sours, dropped in an energy drink, uh, and hopefully not send you to the coffin. Excellent. That and then good. finally, The Scissor Me Daddy. And I feel like this might be the most popular one just because people are going to want to go to a bartender and say, Scissor Me Daddy. And yes, you have to do the finger motions (laughs) when you go up. And yes, I will uh, clue up the bar staff beforehand. You have
1: to scissor them. Uh,
0: This is a shooter. It's uh, tequila rose with a little little top of Baileys. So if you're familiar with the Baby Guinness, this is a, a pink version. It's kind of going to be kind of like strawberries and cream. It's
1: going to look like the acclaimed logo. Exactly. It, scissors. So great job. All of these sound wonderful.
0: They've also got a great selection of beer. Uh, Guinness is only five thirty at Trinity, which is pretty good, uh, pretty good for London prices. I know people come in from outside London. Uh, it's going to be a pricey day. But uh, honestly, Trinity, we have some uh, – the best prices. You're not going to find these prices at Box Park. So. You're not
1: going to find them anywhere near Wembley. Doing some digging before even picking the venue and stuff, like – London seems very expensive, especially on a night out. We just did an event in Toronto at a pretty high-end bar. We know the damages it can cost to our, our wallet before a wrestling mm. event. And this, this isn't looking like that at all. This is looking at exactly how we like it and – Good prices, some good drinks. I'm loving this menu, Dave.
0: Great selection of uh, of beers there, of ciders, non-alcoholic options as well. They do have like non-alcoholic gin and things like that at this venue. So if you uh, if you aren't partaking, if you're driving, if you're uh, if you're sober, whatever, there's plenty of options for you here. So uh, it's going to be a great time. I am pumped. Uh, We are going to be posting all these menus on social media, uh, doing some QR codes so you can scan it and have a look for yourself.
1: Yeah. Start
0: thinking what you want to have.
1: Yeah. Go uh, follow us on the socials again because we have posted it on our Twitter. At least you posted it the other day. And maybe, you know, for All In, you want to make your own All In It drinks at home to drink along while watching the event at home Well, all the ingredients are on this menu.
0: You've got plenty of time. Yeah.
1: So this gives you a heads up. And I'm talking to you, John Pollock. Yes. I know you're the new drink master. He's been secretly working on his cocktails. We gotta, we gotta have him. Uh, he's gonna stab me in the
0: back one day. <laughs> we're just gonna see this post wrestling event with a cocktail menu, and I'm gonna, gonna be, be like, fabulous. What the fuck yeah!
1: And he's he's creeping up there as the the drink specialist. But uh, I would love to hear his thoughts. And for anyone else out there, uh, if you're gonna make these drinks or or your own wrestling theme drinks, we love doing this these for our events and and everything. So. Uh, Yeah, we're super excited. This is going to be great. We're going to be getting lit at all in it, in Trinity. Again, uh, follow us on the socials and PoisonRonda.ca for the links of everything that we do. In case you don't have a ticket and stuff, let us know. We'll try to make some wiggle room. But as of right now, there's going to be a lot of people showing up. We're going to have a party. And trust me, we live the gimmick brother and we're going to be singing karaoke afterwards. So there you go. Maybe you were like, "Ah, I can't come beforehand. You can come after." So lots and lots of stuff to do that day.
0: One more thing, it is an over 18s venue and they ID everyone. So even if you're in your your 40s, you're gray and balding and got six kids, please bring your ID along with you because they will ID you to get into the venue. Fair enough. There all you right go. Uh
1: shout out our our listener in the chat, Cameron Star again, who says he's devastated he can't come. That his partner's due date is the day before. All in. Uh, hey, bless you, brother. You got to do what you got to do, and all the, and the congratulations. Love, yeah, all the love well. to you and yours Don't there. Too yeah, yeah. So you, you'll drink after. Celebrate yes. after.
0: <laughs> well, let's get into it. Uh, let's while we're on the subject of all in, the card is starting to sort of come together. Yeah,
1: it's only like in a few weeks. It's yeah. only just starting to come
0: together, <laughs> and I think it's time to have a maybe a bit of a grumble. Here. yeah go for it uh unload what the fuck's going on <laughs> okay the biggest wrestling event in history yeah i mean look i think there are certainly positives on this card i think young bucks ftr that sounds like an all-in worthy match i just the closer to it this is getting why the fuck is all out happening at least when it is like it's it's what Tony Khan's obsession with this tradition that at Labor Day weekend, they have to run Chicago. Yeah. Honestly, kind of fuck Chicago. Yeah. Sorry, fuck tradition. Yeah. It's, you've got potentially, it it's on course to be the biggest wrestling event of all time. That's not just a tagline. They're going to surpass WrestleMania 32 at this point. They've already surpassed uh, SummerSlam 92. Yes. And it's only like a couple of thousand away from beating that uh 32 record. This should be This should have been built for months. This should have been the sole focus. As much as like Blood and Guts was fun, it was another distraction. We've got kind of other distractions going on with you know Darby Allen in two feuds. Because he's two? trying There's like three, I don't know. Because he's trying to set up for all out yeah. and all in. Um res- like WrestleMania. They had a tradition, like on the 1st, on the 10th, on the 20th, they were on it at MSG. They then realized, we're bigger than MSG now. We can run stadiums. They didn't leave, they didn't go, oh, well, out of respect and out of tradition, we're going to do WrestleMania 30 at Madison Square Garden. They went to the Superdome in New Orleans. They're going to the Eagles Stadium in Philadelphia for the 40th. Right. Because they know it's a bigger deal than that now. That's how this should be. All the eggs should be in one basket with this show. The fact that, and we might be dating ourselves in a few days and we might hear that these rumours that are circulating are false, but Kenny Omega, Hangman Page, two of your biggest stars since day one, should be in huge singles matches. And by all accounts, they're going to be in a a six-man tag, which I'm sure will be fun, but we don't really want fun we want big meaningful matches right yeah
1: yeah i mean no no we want fun too but i know what you mean i know what you're saying it's like why why is this not treated like the way it's it should be it's it should be treated like it's their first ever huge main event hey it's your first ever all in the name alone he's such a mark over the name itself so like use, using that you would figure you're going to really go crazy for this one and by some reports, I'm, I was reading that you know, Observer was saying that it there was rumors that it was supposed to be Kenny versus Danielson, too, for this show. Okay. Obviously, the injury that's not happening, and now that that kind of forced to change plans. There might be certain people don't want to work with certain people. I'm not sure if that's ever a big part of this at at at, at all, but it's just something a, a bit bizarre. Uh, I love professional wrestling. I love watching everything. I think. The past, this past year, especially last year of just wrestling has been good. Even WWE is just absolutely killing it when it comes to their big pay per views and shows. Like, I just think wrestling as a fan, we're super spoiled right now. And wrestling fans also like to pick sides. And WWE versus AEW is just always what people want to Mm. talk about. And as someone who just likes to take in everything I can watch and just be super entertained, I, I don't usually like to like, pick a pick a side but when it comes to this like you booked Wembley before WWE had like WWE did it in 92 you booked Wembley and you got 80,000 people going there WWE is pissed at that there's no like they got to be angry at that but look how you've been building this you got to advertise on WWE shows to promote your thing that's cool that's awesome But as a fan now of someone who's, like, been in your corner since day one, bro, we went to All In before Tony even was involved. We went to all the big AEW shows in the States. We've traveled. We're stupid. We spend money on this shit. And we're spending money to go to this thing. Obviously, it's going to be a fantastic
0: event. But it just seems like you risk – you've only got one shot at this. They're, they're probably never going to do a show as big as this. No, in my opinion, after the, like, like after this, no. Even, even if this is a huge success, I don't think they'll break this ever. Yeah, there's only the first time once, right? Yeah, and so we better you risk putting people off because people got tickets for this on the assumption it's going to be their biggest show of all time, right? Right. I've got show. friends who don't <laughs> watch wrestling who've dropped two hundred pounds to go and see this with me. Because I've said, this is going to be great, and you're going to have a great time. Yeah. And, okay, like, people don't get along. Fucking grow up. <coughs> I mean... Excuse me. Yeah. Like, sorry, but these guys, your favorite wrestlers are Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels. Guess what? They didn't get along. They put on great matches against each other. We're paying you a lot of money. Like, put your differences aside. Yeah. you got a stadium. <laughs> don't you want to, like, have one of the biggest matches in one of the biggest venues ever? No, I'd rather be in a six man that everyone's going to forget in a week's time. It it might not
1: we don't know what like is the stories behind certain things and why certain matches are put this way. We don't know who's hating on who if people don't want to work with people. We like as of right now we're still like hey, what's going on with this stupid build? Because as much as I love MJF and Adam Cole as the Brochachos, uh you're building to your first ever WrestleMania, why are they at a trampoline park? Sorry, I laughed my ass off watching it, but did that scream, wow, this is going to be a fucking fantastic main event at your 80,000-seat thing. Better promote it by... Adam Cole, the challenger for the biggest wrestling event of all time, is unfazed by getting a title shot. And just, you know what? I never really won those Ring of Honor tag titles. It'd be great if I could win those at the biggest wrestling show. I don't care about the world title because that means absolute dog shit. I just want the Ring of Honor tag titles.
0: Okay, so I...
1: What is going on with the booking for the show? It's so ridiculous.
0: I am intrigued by this. And like I think that that's one of the things I kind of like. Because it is a bit different, and I I'm curious with this zero hour, is this maybe going to be on TV, maybe maybe in the UK or like whatever? I feel it's going to be more than just YouTube, and I think they're shooting an angle of some sort. Okay, and I think that's interesting. Like we've seen it before, you know, like Bret Hart facing Owen at the beginning and then being in the main event. Well, Daniel and I, it's it's Brett and Bulldog where they were friends, kind of. Yeah, right, right? so. I think it's, I, I'm actually quite interested. I think it's like ambitious and it is outside the box and I don't mind it because it kind of does make sense to the, to the story because they're kind of trying to prove to each other that they're best friends. So it's like, okay, we're, we're wrestling in the main event, but still we're friends and we're going to get these titles and it can go different ways. You could have, you could cut, shoot the angle. You could have Adam Cole turn on MJF. On the and like really heat it up for that main event and have two defined like babyface heel in the main, or you could have MJF lose it for Cole again, and then win the main event and Cole can be like, wait, so you you have your shoulders pinned to the mat when it's in a tag match, but when it's against me, no, like you're not going that extra step for me, and that could justify a turn. I think it. I think it's one of the more interesting things in the show. Uh, so so you are saying
1: one of these guys is getting pinned before they have to have the main
0: event slot? Possibly. Possibly. I, I just... I I think it's... I do find this interesting, and I don't mind it because we are building something. It did feel left field on Wednesday, but the fact is they're trying to promote these two as being the best of friends, like ama- a match with each other. Imagine
1: uh, LeBron and someone... Uh, LeBron and fucking Michael Jordan in some bizarre wide world are best friends in the sport, and they... Because, you know, they're not playing together right now obviously but then they go we gotta we gotta face each other our teams are facing tomorrow night and like it's gonna be crazy we we gotta face each other it's gonna be nuts but you know what I've always wanted to do with you is win this college team game before the event okay,
0: <laughs> no I mean I'll put it more as like tennis the Williams sisters they'd be in doubles finals with right. each other and then the next day facing each other in the singles thing okay and I think it's it's like the extra stakes they're putting on their friendship in this match right. and that's how they've built the this. extra stakes of the ring of honor tag team sure yeah yeah
1: i'm definitely not in t- i i think the match will be great adam cole's awesome mjf has just been so good i i really genuinely still love what they've but, been doing but yeah
0: don't you think this puts more interest in the zero hour don't you think that's going to like are you going to go if they announce okay zero hour is dark but- or- <laughs> dark order versus uh, I don't know. Well, Dark Order versus best friends on the on the zero hour. We'll probably be having a beer at Trinity and going. Ah, uh, we can we can get there after that. But this, can we not this... focus on the show first? We need to... fuck fuck zero Look, hour right now. This isn't about Aussie <laughs> Open. This no, isn't about no. a feud with Aussie Open. This is yeah. an extension of MJF and Adam Cole's story. Yeah, uh, I don't, I find it interesting, and I am more intrigued about this than other stuff on the show
1: i mean the only things right now again only things right now announced are mjf cole darby and sting versus mogul in a coffin match uh Mowgli, mogul uh the four-way women's match ftr and the bucks and then is it the zero hour ring of honor tag title mm-hmm. it just feels like why do i have to hear darby allen cut promos on luchasaurus for chicago when yeah
0: this Chicago show shouldn't be happening. This
1: Chicago, just Chicago. fuck Chicago, bro. Your pizza like, sucks. It
0: feels like you know. <laughs> I'm
1: kidding, but yeah, I like pequots. Fuck off. It is good. I'm just joking. Um, but fuck Chicago. Like this show, like this should be the the show they made like, huge, right? Like I don't know.
0: It feels like fucking WrestleMania building to a show at full sale. Backlash, you know, like. <laughs> Yeah. Like it's We got eighty thousand people showing up. Yeah. Oh, sorry, we just booked our first
1: ever international show, but fuck that, we really should get backlash. Yeah, we gotta get backlash.
0: (laughs) Like what? Like how are you because you you feel it and like I know we've got a lot of listeners from Chicago and they love going to these shows and they have a great time and that's great. But what you get is the rest of the fucking world resent Chicago. You know? Yeah. They resent these events that are happening there. And they're gonna, this is going to put people off.
1: Is this because they, Chicago's the only city that they can, like, fill? Other than, like, obviously they got 80,000 people, but it's because... They run other cities. They, they do run other cities, and they're not finding people to show
0: it up. Like, these, like, you now you're advertising for Grand Slam as well, just a few weeks after this. And it's this. not doing too well. Last, last year's Grand Slam didn't sell, sell as much as the first Grand Slam. This one's going to be even less. Absolutely. And especially, I don't know if you've seen these ticket prices, but they're outrageous. For like, Ridiculous. like, get them on secondary market because they'll be cheap on the day on StubHub, cheaper yeah. than Ticketmaster. So it's it's been such a thing with Tony Khan, and I like his strength is his roster. His roster can pull off this shit and can. I'm sure that if it is the six man we're getting, it's going to be good. We're never going to talk about it again, but you'll remember like, oh wow. Do you remember Kenny Osprey three? in front of eighty thousand people. I'm hoping that's still it. I'm just I'm just phasing out everything and hoping like, that's Like Bucks FDR feels the like most like stadium dream match match and by all accounts the Bucks weren't for it either. <laughs> they probably wanted to face Dark Order or some shit. Like it's it's bonkers. I don't know what's going on. Like and yeah, Tony Khan needs to like put his foot down with these people not working each other and all that. It's sorry guys, you're Shut up. I'm giving you a lot of money and this is the match you're doing. It's in front of a sold out stadium and it's going to be huge. Grow the fuck up. All of you. Yeah.
1: I I, I genuinely think though that, uh tk love tk but this build to this big event just has not hit the way that it feels like we're be- gearing up i obviously we're we're, we're different but we're going we're going to this thing but so are 80 other people 80 other thousand people that have never been like this, they've never gone to the question yeah when was the last
0: well-built pay-per-view in AEW?
1: i i guess never because they never really build up to their pandemic fucking...
0: yeah like maybe yeah
1: I don't like. They they
0: build to TV pretty well. It's going to be great. They build to a TV double cage match pretty well, but like, it's the focus is all over the place.
1: Yeah, I tune in and I watch Dynamite and I watch uh, Collision this week. Both shows, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't really know that it was your biggest show this this year. One of your
0: main stars on Collision can't wrestle for both pay per views because he's suspended. (laughs) You know, like. It's nothing
1: makes sense. It, it's very powerhouse. Hobbs st- would rather
0: have a match in Chicago than in front of 80,000 people.
1: Yeah. Um, it's, ba- it's, it's, very baffling and head scratching. I've, I've watched AW programming this week and as much as they hit you over the head with biggest wrestling show in history, does not feel like that. A lot of their other builds have felt like that forbidden door felt better. And than it's,
0: that. it's, it's definitely going to risk turning people off. I think. And especially like going into a market like London for the first time where, We've said, you'll have, we know people flying from the US to go to this show. We know people traveling from Denmark to go to this show and other parts of Europe. They're not going to do a Wembley a stadium show, in my opinion, again. So say they announce Wembley Arena or the O2 or like Manchester Arena or something like that. Do you think Germans are going to put money in their pockets and go, oh, I better go to that show? No, because it's just like we've always seen in these UK shows that, you don't get a meaningful title to change there. You don't see the the real stars a lot of the time. But like, we're gonna get Grado. Is that happening? Because <laughs> you guys love Grado, right? Yeah, fuck it, we'll get great- no. no There's like, nothing on ten TV. years ago. Like he was a novelty. Like yeah, I don't know. It's it's so confusing. And really, it's it's two weeks left. Like Kenny Omega's sitting down this week to Jr. to contemplate what his match should be. We all know what the match should be. God we know damn what the it. Match should it! If you're gonna do like, if you're gonna do a two week build to something, you either do what they've done with the Bucks and FTR, and to an extent, Punk Joe, where it's like there's so much history already there that we can just pull the trigger. Right. You can do that with Kenny and Osprey. I don't think you can do that with Kenny and Jericho if that is the match. Ken- Kenny, sorry, sorry, Jericho, uh, Jericho, Osprey, right. Like Fuck. two weeks to build to that. I know Osprey's doing the G one and stuff, and like that's just wrapped up. But I'm sure he's on his way to Wednesday night. Like, regardless. I'm, I'm liking, I'm like, I'm enjoying the mogul affiliate stuff going on. But like, AR Fox with one of the first matches announced for Wembley Stadium. Yeah, not on my bingo <laughs> so, card. I like AR Fox. He's a fantastic wrestler. Yeah. Wrestler, but the fact that we know AR Fox's match before we know Adam page before we know Kenny Omega before Hang we know man. Chris Jericho bucks there's the like, list we we'll get to. what t- the fuck is going on
1: yeah like right now th- wednesday night this is how how it's felt the past few weeks uh
0: what is the match how many times <laughs> do i look
1: over to you and go what's the fucking match what's the match what's the match though oh
0: uh, you know what you know what this would be a good time to heat up brock anderson yeah let's get this brock is a anderson this time to heat up chucky T you know what jim Beretta.
1: Uh, Will Hobbs? He's going to go back to reading again. Let's go back to that. Let's like, let that, Yeah, that'll. Nah,
0: that's for Chicago. <laughs> Just so ridiculous. Like, and I, I really hope this. Like, Stephanie Chase, I'm looking at you. If you're staying for this presser, be like, Tony, why did you put this card? Of all the, you could have chat GPT a better card than of this. Of all the things, <laughs> like, why is your attention on Chicago?
1: Yeah, I don't get it. What does Chicago have on Tony Khan, huh?
0: And what did it take Punk with that promo the other week to be like, "Hey, aren't we doing a stadium show too?" Oh yeah, we better we better put some stuff together. It's I'm baffled, and it's it's really disappointing because I don't think like a Forbidden Door you can get away with just throwing matches together because of the logistics of just having Japanese talent and US talent. Like it's it's difficult, and I think you can get by on. Just going, you know, the, that double doubleheader this year. Okada, Danielson, Omega Osprey. Cool. This should have been built for months. Yeah.
1: Uh, I'm wondering if we get, like, some sort of surprises. Like, I know All In, the way that was thrown together was better. And that was on a behind-the-elite. That was on a
0: YouTube show. They
1: built that for months.
0: They built that for a fucking and, like, year, man. As much as, like, one of the matches was based on a six-month story about a penis and a dead guy. Yeah. Like, it was a story, They're yeah. built to it, and that's why I am in the camp of kind of enjoying this MJF Adam Cole thing, because at least they're telling a story, and as maybe baffling as this tag match is, I'm intrigued, because there is some thought behind it. There's more thought than the rest of this card.
1: Like, what else are we getting? Are we getting a surprise... Nigel taking off his jacket and revealing he's wrestling a match like are we getting do people want that match? I don't know like it just seems like are, are we getting you know is Rob Van Dam brought in to face someone in a dream like are we getting all in style like oh random dream matches like the first one was because it doesn't necessarily feel like that which like okay but you still haven't done any other stories and now there's only two more weeks of TV so also like
0: UK aren't particularly patriotic Really. Right. I don't think they overly care about, like, a big British star. Like, unless they're already a star. Unless they're, like, a Jamie Hater, who unfortunately sucks that injury. Yeah. But like like, she'd have felt like a big deal. A Jamie Hater, title defence. pack is big enough. Unfortunately, he's injured and off the show as well. But you don't need to bring in a Grado to get that pop because we don't care. Yeah. Like, the UK fans want to see... What they've been watching on TV. Exactly. They've seen Kenny have an incredible singles match in Toronto. You go, I want that. I want a Kenny singles match. Yeah. We get the six man tags at Ted Reeve. You know, like it's, (laughs) it's, you get that. You get that on a dynamite. Yeah. We don't want, yeah.
1: Yeah. No, it is, it is legit like baffling of just like how this is the biggest show and this is how you're kind of treating it is kind of weird. Mm -hmm. So just, uh, just our, more than two cents on the topic. we could, I could probably keep talking about it because it's just like so weird. It's like you could uh, compare it to any other form. It's like, oh, we're doing our biggest gig ever. Okay, so what are we doing? Ah, we'll worry about it in a week or two.
0: How good was both Knights of Mania this year? Amazing. They were good. Yeah. And like, you're not the biggest WWE fan, but a lot of those matches had well-told stories. They'd been in place. We knew, you know, Domin Ray was going to be the match for a while. We right. knew Roman Cody was going to be the match for a while. Uh, we knew Usos, Owen, Sammy. Like, all those matches had a pretty good build for a while. Yeah. And both nights were solid. They're essentially trying to do that here with these two per views back-to-back. We're two weeks out, and, like, we've got four matches announced for main card for this. We've got one match announced for all out. Like, ridiculous,
1: bizarre. It's still going to be great. Yeah. And we're going to be eating our words in a few weeks when We're like, wow, this was the, that is so good. Oh, my God but still the 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 destination is like huh you have like three shows a week dynamite rampage and collision i mean no one watches rampage so let's not count it so you got 4 hours of tv a week and this is how you chose to build to your 80 plus 1000 stadium thing someone grabbed the pen i'm sorry tk you need help you need we need other people in the in the in the in the lab we need other people shooting in the gym with you here to work together
0: just Things work. anyone anyone <laughs> you look at the roster and you go oh yeah you know put Hangman against Moxley again okay put Omega versus Osprey put Bucks versus FTR yeah or well, put Punk versus Kenny oh but they don't like each other oh I don't care I'm paying them thousands of dollars they're doing their job today yeah, right. and one of them will win and one of them will lose and they'll get the fuck over it yeah because that's their job. You know, I do things I don't like. I don't like cleaning the toilets at the end of my shift at work. You know why I do it? Because I get paid to do it, and it's my job. Well, anyway. we'll see if that happens. Yeah. Well, let's go into a bit of dynamite this week, <laughs> where we're probably going to say the same critiques. But we started with the Young Bucks taking on the Hardy Boys, the Hardy Brothers, uh, for the first time since, uh, since last year. Yeah. Okay, well, I have I have a great... I mentioned I went to GCW last
1: week. I know that, obviously, I wasn't expecting Jeff Hardy to come out and hit Swanton bombs off ladders and stuff at an indie show. But I was expecting him to, like, have some sort of angle or segment. And his angle or segment was, after their stream ended, he comes out and goes, Hey, everyone, thanks for coming and supporting me. And then gave Trey Baxter a twist of fate, and that was it. And I was like, okay, well, like, could have... Not promoted you on this show because now you you didn't do anything. They didn't even sell his merch. Like I was like, what are you even really here for? It was it was it felt like a. Ba- did he
0: do his concert after?
1: He did his concert after, but that was a separate. You had to buy tickets for that as well. Right. So I bought tickets with Jeff Hardy on the poster for GCW just to see him go. Thanks for coming. I'm doing a concert now. Mm-hmm. Buy tickets for that, which was weird. So I felt that was a bit of a bait and switch, and kind of kind of cheesed at that in my opinion. However, still really like enjoyed GCW. So now when AEW announced the Hardy Boys versus the Bucks, I'm like, "Ah, I think we're past that. Like, I think I'm definitely a huge Hardy Boy fan since being a kid, but I definitely know where they lie now in the world of wrestling. They've gotten up there. I mean, they're like almost 50, if not that, or older than that. And I thought this kind of – the match with the Bucks was a bit better than I expected that I went, oh, you know what? Maybe Jeff Hardy still has that. Matt Hardy is still looking a little old and clunky, but – Jeff specifically, I was like, oh, like he he actually looks good, and I thought this was a a step up from their match that was like a pay per view match maybe. last
0: year's double or nothing, something pay-per-view. like that.
1: Yeah, so like the Hardy Boys will always have a place in my heart. And going into this match on Wednesday, I was like, oh, actually, I got way more into that than I think I thought I was.
0: I, I think it was a great idea for TV. Yeah, like, we've we've seen the match on pay per view a few times when like you know when the Hardys were. A little bit more. I wouldn't say in their prime then, but yeah. a little bit more in their prime. And I think this, it's like the Bucks can win clean here and should win clean here because they're facing FTR. And I think you come out of it going as you did. Oh, Hardys didn't look too bad. I, I thought it was I thought it was fun and actually worked really well on TV. Kind of like you know when they did the uh, Omega, Omega Mops cage match on TV. It's like, we've seen this on pay-per-view a few times. You can give it away for free now. Yeah. And you look at the card and you go, oh, shit. Hardy's, Hardy's Bucks, Bucks this week? That's great. I mean, a few years ago, it was a big deal. Exactly. When do that. Uh, I thought it was really good. I think it, it kind of put the Bucks right back in the tag division where they should be and should have been for a while now. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, good kind of win to build up this FTR match. Part of me wonders if this is the match the Bucks were pushing for Wembley.
1: Hardy's? Yeah.
0: yeah. And they're like, no, you can do it on TV. You, you're you facing FTR. But I don't like them. Yeah, You're facing FTR. Yeah.
1: I, or it's the other way around. Or it's... They always knew this was... When they announced it, we were like, hey, they should just do Bucks mm. FTR. And they probably said the same thing. Like, should we just not do this match? Yeah, okay. I'm sure the Hardys will be featured on All In. But yeah, this was, this was cool. I would like to... Fuck it. Yeah, I tweeted this out earlier. RVD Jeff Hardy, one more time all fucking systems go bring the chairs ladders do all the shit one last time they both looked good on wednesday night i want that summer put the hardcore title on the line
0: didn't you say bully ray was talking about
1: <laughs> yeah bully ray TLC, wants...
0: what would it be for these tlc four between these six three? yeah
1: i don't know something like that bully ray on twitter's like i want uh one more tlc with all the teams involved
0: so all you need is edge now to come yeah, over what does luchasaurus just play <laughs> get griff garrison with Christian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Just he's he's edge young Sexton. Yeah, cast. I don't know if
0: Devon can still yeah s- can still go. But
1: yeah, uh, all in Jeff Hardy versus RVD in a, a hardcore match. D- D-
0: please, D- please just do it. Fuck it. Who uh, like if if there is room for another tag match with the Hardys, who would you like to see them against?
1: Uh, is there other teams? I think right Hardy's now? like
0: acclaimed would be pretty fun. Okay. Yeah, okay. Like I feel the acclaimed should be on this show. They're like a pretty huge Oh, I act. Think, like
1: people want to do the I think you hit it there. That's two teams that should be on this
0: show that aren't Build to the Billy Gunn return. And yeah. You nick come on. You need to sizzle me daddy in got a whole shot named after it. Yeah. You're yeah. not going to sizzle me daddy. What well, what a time to retire. You yeah, know, what? Yeah. oh there's a big stadium show. Probably, We're doing our biggest probably show. Probably a big payday, get a party in London. I'm going to retire now. <laughs> What
1: <laughs> so you're thinking he comes out to, to save them at I don't know, bit, of, bit of
0: a history between Hardys and Billy? Like who who would you have with the Hardys? Who's Yeah. I, I guess you can't have Lee to
1: I mean they him. have fucking Shannon Moore. <laughs>
0: you know I'd love that, but no, uh
1: yeah, they'll do a three count. No, um Senior Benjamin. They got Bruce. like <laughs> yeah, we're going through all their <laughs> Yeah. No, he's got like they've got their Hardy compound office people. Oh, yeah. What are they called? Brother Zay and all that. Brother Zay and Ego, Ethan Page. Gangrel. Gangrel? Oh. Oh, yeah. Gangrel should come out. We're just fantasy booking Gangrel all this shit not happening at all. All these people will not be on this And show. Gangrel
0: owns his music, right? Yeah. I believe.
1: Yeah, he does on that, that so. song. So. <laughs> <laughs> fanging and banging with the Hardys versus the Hell Steve yeah. Claimed
0: Hardys, not going to happen. But we've just booked it. You see, someone just TK, list- talk to us.
1: <laughs> someone just listened to us shit on their booking, and then that's the match we want to see. <laughs> and everyone's like, wait a because second, because <laughs>
0: these are two big acts that should be on the show, right? Yeah, no. With all due respect, <laughs> AR Fox. <laughs> all right. Well, we also had RVD back in action. I think his first match in what two, three years? Wow. Say. Okay. Uh, against. Jungle Boy Jack Perry FTW rules match which means anything goes Uh, Jungle Boy sorry Jungle (laughs) Jack Perry uh, cosplaying as Jerry Lynn here uh, taking on RVD check out our best match ever RVD versus Jerry Lynn we do have it for free on the Patreon right now still I've not I've not put a A paywall behind it again yet, so check that
1: out. Yeah, we know a lot about the history of RBD and Jerry Lynn. In fact, we looked at all of their encounters and reviewed it and rated them and did a whole podcast about that. That was a ton of fun. Really funny to see uh, Jungle Boy, sorry, Jungle Jerk, come out wearing Jerry Lynn's gear clearly he just borrowed them from him mm. like they're clearly really friends in real life that they're like okay well then you just wear my yeah. pants to that match would be funny uh, so I enjoyed that very like almost like how Seth Rollins trolls his opponents a bit sometimes mm. with the gear I thought that was like a nice touch but RVD, looking absolutely yoked like the yeah. whole damn show is 52 years old and he looks great he hit everything oh man he, he murdered his, him with that spin kick off the top the to the outside on the barricade
0: oh, i yes. yelled i screeched we shouted watching this and hit the rolling thunder he hit looked the monkey good flip hit the like van Daminator, like he, yeah he did everything and, and looked awesome so
1: kids whenever people tell you that smoking weed is bad they were wrong and they were lying to you
0: also kids stretch <laughs> stretching can stretch. You save your career when i have a kid i'm gonna just be like stretching their legs while they're still flexible it's like you will be able to do the split you will be able to do a split leg little, and little young barry <laughs> like.
1: so yeah RVD just like I, I was not expecting to i i, I am a huge RVD fan uh for multiple reasons you can guess why and I was blown away by how he looked.
0: So, I thought really fun match. I think Jack Perry is really kind of like feeling a bit more comfortable in this heel role. It's yeah. working. He's getting good reactions. I think he's he's starting to have real good like heelish instincts. Um and but yeah, I and I again, I kind of similar way I thought to the Hardys. I think if you announce this match for all in, you'd be going well, how's that going to look whereas doing it on TV I, I thought it was great and and surprised and uh, blew expectations away. And I I think we could see RVD in a few more just, you know, random dynamite and collision matches. If it's, and
1: yeah, if it's not Jeff Hardy at all in, would you book RVD even on like the zero hour?
0: You could have him in a battle ro- the Battle Royal. True. Is there an
1: all-in Battle Royal? <laughs> Probably. There's got to be. Yeah. There's gotta
0: be. They, they're they going to want everyone on the show, aren't they? And I, like, for me, that's where you put Gredo. That's where you do... DeGrado, Jeff Jarrett spot. Right. Don't give them a match, but yeah. have a moment in the Battle Royal, which would be fun. You can do, you know, bring out some old British legends. Johnny old, Saint. Johnny Saint. Uh, <laughs> Doug Williams. <laughs> yeah, I guess Johnny Saint doesn't have a job with WWE anymore, does he? I think he's still there, though, isn't he? Is he? Yeah. Um, but yeah, you, yeah, Doug Williams, something like yeah. that. Like, that would be... Nice, and that is the spot you can put one of those matches. But not in.
1: as a marquee one?
0: Yeah, I, I don't think so. Because I'd say RVD, after how he, good he looked, I would put him in a match. Like, like do, do a Rumble-style thing, so you get the pops of the entrances yeah. and things. Yeah, uh, but he looked great.
1: I mean, I imagine it's Hook versus Jungle Boy at All-In. I would think Or Chicago. So. Like, Jungle Boy's got to attack Taz, like, next week, right? He should have attacked him after the match,
0: actually. Because Taz has been great. Dissing so, him. Yeah. So, so I, I think that we'll probably have Jungle Boy attack Taz next week and then the return of, of Hook to set up that match and For Chicago. <laughs> for Chicago. It could be. Yeah, it could be. FTW rules. Um what are some kind of uh dream matches for R V D?
1: For me, I told you Jeff Hardy right off the bat. Jeff you Hardy. got me sold on the acclaimed Hardys thing, so that kind of makes R V D with the Hardys.
0: RVD and the Hardys. <laughs> yeah.
1: Be crazy. Honestly, like you would have asked me earlier this year if I wanted to see RVD and Jeff Hardy mm. wrestle, I I think they kind of proven proven people wrong. I could not. I was flabbergasted of how great RVD looked. Uh, He's living the life, by the way. RVD, I love a, this guy. Like,
0: what about like you know uh, RVD Kenny on TV? That's Kenny's dream match. Really,
1: Kenny has said this multiple times. Do RVD it. and and Kurt Angle and both people have turned down Tony before because he Tony asked Kenny what do you want and he said I want I can't guys. see Kurt no doing it Kurt, Kurt asked for millions of dollars you could
0: so. you could certainly do RVD Kenny on a dynamite I think yeah like I don't think it's big enough for a pay-per-view but I think that just it, you know what though it would have been a it, rating, if
1: you know? per, if you had RVD show up like five weeks ago and you go everyone's saying what they're saying like oh shit he's actually kind of jacked he's looking good he hit all the spots he looked he didn't in my opinion, he looked better than in one match than his TNA run. Yeah, he figured something out, and he knew I'm 52. I got to get healthy.
0: Well, like it's also like it's a bigger stage, you know. Like yeah. I'm sure he treated like, it seriously. He'll be in the Rumble next year. Yeah. You know, WWE would would have seen that and gone, Rob. Do you want a spot in the Rumble? Yeah.
1: That and kind of he, I thought thing. he had a Legends deal anyways. I'm surprised that he was even, like, brought in here, but really cool that he was. But I, I don't know. Kenny RVD, if you promoted that for weeks in advance, people would have been hyped. All these, like, non-Cat, all the like hardcore. King o RVD. <laughs> yeah, there you go.
0: You know, like. Although,
1: just- hey, I heard he got hurt last night. I hope he's like okay. Yeah, Triple Mania, something happened. I'm not sure. I'll have to look into that. But yeah, uh, that, that would be crazy. There's so many different things you could book with RVD looking that good.
0: Deathmatch, so. Mox versus RVD. <sighs> You know, there, there's a lot of interest. Seeing that he can go, I think there's a whole lot of interesting yeah. combinations that you could just have this real like wacky yeah run. I'm down Van for Dan. it. Yeah,
1: we need a hardcore title in AEW. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I it's the FTW title. Yeah, it, I guess. I yeah, yeah. Uh, and then we've kind of talked a bit about the MJF Adam Cole stuff. Yeah, I I didn't think the trampoline stuff was as good as their some of their other stuff.
1: Yeah, look, I think they're really funny. MJF, I I see being a huge star in like Hollywood after he he genuinely makes me laugh every time they do these segments but this one definitely as soon as it cut to them like in a trampoline park with little kids and the the gags are like 2000s comedy movie gags where they're beating kids up with dodgeballs yeah. like daddy daycare or something i'm like kind of not where i want to go for like my main event world Title picture thing like WWE. I don't think we'd even do that for their mm-hmm. main title thing. You know, if Jeff Hardy and Sheamus are having a match for nothing, we can joke about piss and joke around mm-hmm. and do stupid shit. But when it comes to the title match, usually is treated a bit more serious. And I, I scratched my head at that. I still laughed at certain things. And then they did a segment where Adam Cole could give two fucks about the title and just wants the Ring of Honor tag titles. So I really was confused and not sure where they were going with it. And I know you said it's like intriguing. I actually thought this week made it a little less intriguing. Uh so
0: For me for me, they're building this friendship between these two that and making you sympathize with MJF. Yeah. He's our asshole now. Yeah. And I think they're doing it in a way that once the split happens and it should be Cole turning on MJF. Yeah. It'll be heartbreaking. You've heard you've heard MJF he's done the same story about the You know, kids throwing quarters at him. Right. And the first time was to kind of lure Punk in and stab him, and this time was a a lot more genuine, where you feel for him, you really feel for him, and I think it's going to make it way more heartbreaking. And our friend Jesse from the Six, he always says Adam Cole's a terrible heel. He's a fan favorite, like he's he's a bad guy, but everyone chances stuff and everything. I think when he turns on him, it could be like you know Champa turning on Johnny. Get rid of the boom. Get right. rid of the Adam Cole baby. Just be a complete cunt. Right. And he's the one that kind of broke MJF, and you'll feel sorry for this guy. So I don't know necessarily if they're doing that at all. In like it could be like after the fact, like they may may be tag champions and like, <sighs> but Cole then resents him. Uh, but I don't know. I. I am enjoying it. I know it's I know it's not for everyone. I know no comedy's not for everyone especially for the main event, but uh I think it's I think it's working for these two especially turning Max baby face.
1: it's, it's got to be like working like the crowd reactions it's funny. It it is one of the only stories going and I think AW lacks like storytelling sometimes so I got to give them credit for that. But I do this week's definitely was like, huh, okay. Wouldn't have done that." And but. then
0: uh Roddy. <laughs> then
1: Roddy like I love how that's still going. We were joking about him doing this shtick in NXT, and he's still doing it. Yeah. He's just got the neck brace, and he's angry all the time. Even, like, way before neck brace. Yeah. Remember
0: when he was just, like, mad at Greeds? Yeah. Reads and he's just mad at everyone.
1: He's just angry at everyone.
0: He's such a hilarious character. Yeah. and And uh, MJF just, like, completely cutting him down.
1: Yeah. MJF just murdering him on TV. Go listen
0: to Taylor Swift, you... Yeah. Planned, <laughs> like...
1: Caw, K- he called yeah. him the other week. Yeah, it's just so funny. Uh,
0: I'm, I don't know if Roddy gets uh, involved somehow with... So yeah, what's going on? So Roddy's with the kingdom now? Yeah. Who cares? No Do you one... think Cole just joins up with them all to to form a stable? That's the end game, I guess, after? To like face off MJF? Does uh, Kyle ever come back?
1: Yeah. Not, not sure. Not sure. I, I don't know if that's the best direction. I, I'd say Adam Cole hanging around... Roddy, maybe yeah, maybe Roddy the whole time was actually like we were tricking you, MJF. Like we're yeah, my neck's been fine for <laughs> ages. <laughs> this is not even that's the whole bit. They're like actually he didn't need to How wear do that neck. It it?
0: Oh, Samoa Joe was, it? was the creeds. <laughs> yeah, no, no, Damon Kemp, Damon <laughs> Kemp, Damon right. Kemp, yeah, Damon and Kemp. then and then what? Uh, Samoa Joe re it. Yeah, is that it? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Roddy's hilarious. Roddy. Yeah, oh, he's so funny. Absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> Adam. <laughs> adam
1: so bad it's so good i love it they know what they're doing with that though. oh 100 like yeah
0: uh and then we had the the women's championship uh, on the line anna jay versus hikaru shida um in yeah an all right match but kind of more just setting up this this four-way with your tor- your four top women in AEW. it kind of makes sense i don't know why it needed to tournament
1: No, it didn't. It It doesn't make
0: sense, actually. Yeah. Uh, So the champion wins. She's the new
1: champion. And then the week after, they're making her defend it against Anna Jay Mm. in the main event. Sorry, you have the biggest wrestling show ever. What was the go-home segment?
0: Yeah. Sheeta beating
1: Anna Jay. Okay, cool. However, they made the former champ get the buy-in in in the thing. But the champion had to win the match. So they went... She Tony, Tony Storm and Sheeta's promos were so backwards that they didn't even know they changed titles because they're, she's like, I'm already going to Wembley. Really, bitch? Why? Because you lost last she, week.
0: She uh, activated a rematch. Oh, really? First.
1: Oh, interesting. I didn't know they did that here in AEW. Yeah. Let's look back at all the times they've gone right back to the rematch yeah. for the... Co- no, don't do that shit. I, I just found that so backwards and ridiculous. Soraya, obviously... Should get a spot just because she's British? She's a big star. I I totally understand that. I can see other people getting upset. Like, well, what has she even really done in AEW thus far? I just hope she doesn't win, which is po- possible. I guess I think the whole reason of giving the title to Sheeta was so that Soraya can take it off of her.
0: Yeah, I, I'm interested. Like, I do think these are the four who should be. These are the, in the four match. that if, should be. If featured. Jamie was healthy, yeah. I think you could have a big singles match. You could have done Jamie Britt, Jamie Soraya, yeah, uh, whatever. But this makes sense. Like Sheeta's been there since the beginning. Like, it, I think it's great that she gets this title run now with a crowd because she was the pandemic champion. Yeah. Um, Britt, obviously, is star Soraya. To- like, it makes sense, This these four women just took the match. I don't get why it needed a, a tournament. Because, what, we were going to have Anna Jay versus Tony Storm versus the Bunny versus Sky Blue? Yeah. Like, no one bought that happening. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, uh, I'm interested, though, because I don't know... Like, I don't know how over Soraya will be in right. London. I'm sure she's got a whole load of fans there who are gonna be no, it's cool. excited she'll, to see Paige. But Yeah, she'll just have her boyfriend play her out. I yeah. <laughs> she'll get the crowd around. Well, I, I could I could actually see out these four uh Sheeta being being the babyface and getting that that Io Shirai treatment, you know? Like yeah. oh, Sheeta's hometown's London. I kinda could see it going that way. Yeah.
1: And Brit, like Brit's popular. Brit, so.
0: people are hot and cold with but yeah. like yeah uh i i don't know which way it's going um i also forgot uh because it was anna js forgot to mention the jericho set. okay yeah
1: we can briefly talk about that i mean uh kind of ridiculous with how the storyline of daniel garcia was just fumbled from like all the way back i'd say it's been a success because he's now found out he can dance yeah. since becoming a sports entertainer so breaking up with someone and then dancing in front of them was pretty funny he's like party boy but yeah, uh, I'm just like is this leading to Jericho Osprey because if so really don't want that. So kind of a backwards thing. As much as I love Daniel Garcia and it just felt like after all the shit we went through that they don't know how to treat they don't know how to treat champions and they don't know how to end storylines properly. It was just
0: an anticlimactic yeah. like fizzle out of this so, thing like, and Sammy's like, "Ah, well I'll stick with you because I you're my mate." But Yeah. But yeah, this I mean, I I guess it kind of elevated some of them to an extent, but not to the level it should have. Yeah. And then this whole breakup, it's not about them. It's about Jericho.
1: Yeah. Isn't it? And yeah. setting
0: up what's next for him. So yeah. it was weird. I, I think, yeah, I, I don't think we're really going to have that proper Garcia-Jericho match. No. Really? I don't even want to see that. Yeah. It's, it just felt like, let's just end this thing now. And, yeah. Very bizarre. And long. It was a long segment. Yeah. I, I thought, like, some of their promos, I thought Parker and Menard sounded fantastic uh, with their stuff, Menard saying about, you know, like, first thing he bought was a Jericho shirt and how right. like, when he got, like, let go by WWE and had an eight-month pregnant wife and all that, Jericho was the one that brought him in, which is, is true. true. Like, they, they were on... Uh, 2.0 was on his podcast and he was like, oh, these guys have something and kind yeah. of got them in. So... I, I thought that was really good, but just yeah, this story's weird and like yeah, how that leads to a potential Osprey match is odd. I hope that's not the case. But like at this point it's if you're not doing Jericho sorry, if you're not doing Osprey Omega, like I'm like, okay, I guess Jer- like Jericho's gonna have a singles match. Yeah. Right there, but who's the See, it should who's be, the baby? It face? should be it, it should it sh- be Osprey as He's a baby face in New Japan now. He should be... Like,
1: I'm hoping... I'm hoping that we're not getting Kenny in a tag because it'd make way more sense to have Jericho, Sammy, and Garcia in a tag against, like, a three-team. Like, that makes more... Jericho doesn't need a singles match. He's done fucking Wrestlemania's his main event
0: in WrestleMania, yeah, but like also it's Jericho. It's it's Jericho. <laughs> he's going to win a singles match, and he's going to be one of these recognizable faces to people who might just be going because wrestling's in town right. and don't watch AEW. Sure, you know, true. Um, yeah, just bizarre. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> um, then we had Collision. That's right. This week, Are uh, you a Collider. Ricky Starks kicking things off, saying that uh, he's been suspended for 30 days, so he can't wrestle that all in or all out. So if you had any Ricky Starks matches in your mind for those pay per views, they ain't happening. Uh, but he, he can be a manager now, so we can still see it. Uh,
1: yeah. Uh, okay, I'll just... I'm not a bit huge on Ricky Starks, as, as many people are, but I think it's because they did it wrong. I think he should have been... They want to cheer him, mm. but... He's saying all these mean things and saying all these bad things. So, again, AEW has the cool bad guy thing going on with him because, yeah, actually, I support you. You beat Punk by cheating when Punk's cheated his whole career, like, a lot of times. Mm. So you got the one-up on him before he could do it to you, and instead you, like, turn heel when it should have been the other way around. Punk should have lost his shit, and Punk should have beat the shit out of Ricky Ricky the Dragon Steamboat (laughs) instead, almost. But, yeah, uh, so then your character's hot right now. Let's have him not wrestle, but then say he's suspended, and then he goes, "Yeah, I thought you'd do that." So instead, I got a manager's card. So who's he going to manage? I have no, I I have no idea. I guess someone at All In and All Out. I just thought I thought the promo he's was good. Manage Samoa Joe? He's going to be in Joe's corner. I guess. Yeah. I it's uh, weird. I thought the promo was good. Again, he's a really good
0: talker. But I like, I do like Ricky Starks, and I I. The manager thing's a bit baffling, but I I really like his promo, and I I think being a heel is is good for him. Like I, I the comparisons to the Rock are, are there, but I I prefer him in this vibe, kind of being a uh, a heelish babyface in a way, like a heel that people will want to cheer, and it will to eventually like revert him back yeah. to being a babyface. I uh, I do I think Collision's been good for him as being a bit more focused each week and uh i yeah i don't get the manager thing but i i was impressed with his promo as i usually am and i i think he's settled into this role pretty nicely. He's
1: a really good talker, and sometimes it's not even what he's saying. It's just, like, how he's talking. He's just... He Delivery, can read a phone book. he holds yeah, and everything. He yeah. can read a phone book and probably make it sound really good. I'm just not liking... Taking
0: Cody's py- pyro. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm just not, like, invested where... Like, they got... They're pushing too many bad guys right now. I mean, they're trying yeah. to flip MJF or something. I'm not sure, but... Yeah. Uh, just... They're doing... AEW does such a good job of making mid-card stars. <laughs> they don't... They don't make their next guy. Look at their pay-per-view, like, main events. It's always still the same people. Yeah. Because those are the real main event players. Mm. So they have a hard time of getting someone from there to that next level. And they just can't do it. Hobbs, Wardlow, Ricky Starks. like even, like, Darby. I
0: think Darby, you probably, you probably could. He's you could put bigger in than a them. meaningful yeah. singles yeah. world title match at some point. I yeah. know he had the four-way, but I don't really... Count that, but like I think he's ready when they they want to. Yeah. But they don't. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um well yeah, so Ricky had a promo on collision. There was what what else happened on collision?
0: Uh we had uh Christian, Christian Cage and Luchasaurus. Uh Brock Brock Anderson's huge return. So that's the match? <laughs> uh Luchasaurus sorry, killing Brock Anderson and then yeah. Darby coming out. I think I think Darby like I've been enjoying some of his promos recently and then sometimes I'm thinking more of that four-way yeah. build they're bad. I I thought he sounded really good uh in this. I thought he sounded good last week when he was kind of calling out AR Fox and all that. Um I think he's got a real good like passion. I he sounds good like, you know, just pissed off. I don't like it when he's trying to cap like cut jokes because that's just not Yeah, his yeah, character. it's not him, yeah. But I was so expecting Christian to be, you know, when he goes, you paint half your face because you're dead inside. The whole story is his uncle died, right? And Mm -hmm. that's, he's been painting his face half ever since. I so thought Christian was going to be like, I know your dad's not (laughs) dead, but your uncle (laughs) dead.
1: You didn't even get that. (laughs) Maybe they didn't let him say that. But
0: But again, just baffling. We're we're building a few, like we're building all in with Darby on dynamite and we're building all out with darby on collision
1: because he's got a match with the lizard man yeah so yeah just weird but uh i'm i guess the the coffin so we got
0: christian darby next week
1: yeah one-on-one but i mean so we got a coffin match double tag team coffin match does this mean you got to put both of them in the coffins i assume assume, there's two coffins each
0: and is it is it like tables where you got to do it like (laughs) like one after the other you, you have to put them in it. They can't
1: just fall in it. Yeah. <laughs> like a table's stating yeah. match. Uh, you know what? I think this would be pretty fun and pretty good. I wasn't, it just wasn't what we were like maybe expecting, but I'm happy that w- Wembley's going to go bonkers for Sting.
0: Oh, yeah. Sting so, had to be on this show. Yeah. And I, I hope you do this late in the evening, you know, when it's dark now right. and you get a huge Sting stadium entrance. Right. Uh, I think this would be really, really cool. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I'm sure you'll get, uh, you know, the other Mowgli affiliates involved to allow the Nick snake, Wayne, the Puma, the Nick G- Wayne to come for the their necessities. And, yeah. Uh, Darby's coffin matches have been pretty fun yeah. so far. So oh yeah. A, a tag coffin match. I'm sure, I'm sure, uh, Sting's going to, I don't know, jump off the fucking scaffolding top of the Wembley stadium. Yeah, he's going to do something nuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I I liked when he's like, well, I got friends too because we all were waiting for Sting for a while, so I, yeah. I'm okay, I'm okay with that. And you know what? You're right. Like Ar Fox, it's not because you're Ar Fox. You're pretty good actually since stepping up in this role. He's great. And I'm glad he's yeah he's here. Yeah, you know, it's but- just like why are we getting this match announced before like Jericho, Kenny, <laughs> you know, all these other people? So
0: yeah. Uh, what else was on aside from the main?
1: Uh, event? Yeah, Collision. Uh, we had. Hobbs, he he decided is rot, rot your brain, so he went back to reading. Yeah. Uh, then it turned out now nah, I'm actually still with QTV, so that was weird. And then he calls out Miro and then puts the book on Miro, lays him out, and that's announced for something. It's not announced for anything actually, but I'm imagining it's, it's he all wanted out. it for all out. He all called out? him for
0: all out. Okay. Yeah. So uh, that's cool. Like I think Hobbs Miro, that's. You know, big lads. Big lads wrestling. I'm, I'm kind of for that, uh, and I think that that does sound like an all-out match.
1: Yeah. You know, to, I, I, I think that could be pretty good. Like, I like, I like both these guys wrestling. It's weird that they tried to go. Actually, look, I'm going back to the book of Hobbes and then nah, Aaron Solo and Nick Camarado come did, out to help did You, them.
0: you, I didn't completely take that as Hobbs being with them. I felt that that was them like still trying to be part of Hob. Cause you know, like last week QT was like offering his services and Hobbs like, I'm good. So
1: I'm not sure. I don't know. I made it. I, I was under the assumption that they're still together. Okay. He was trying to trick everyone saying he's not. And Ducky. then it's like, nah, I still am. Uh, but QT wasn't there cause he was busy beating Penta to become your new Latin American AAA a champion. He's beaten
0: him twice now.
1: He's beaten him like twice, three times. It's, yeah. So yeah, now he he's a deserves champ- it. He's a champion. He finished the story. He did
0: before Cody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Latin American Triple A champion. And then we had the main event, the House of Black versus CMFTR for the AEW Trios Championship.
1: This was pretty cool. We've done a lot of podcasts covering old wrestling events, and Greensboro Coliseum is always talked about as iconic wrestling venue of some old school stuff. So it was cool having JR and Ian Ricabani kind of nerding out. It kind of got awkward once in a while, so they kept asking him like well, we don't know why you're here, JR, so let's just talk about things you do know, and that's older wrestling. Yeah. JR couldn't probably tell you what he had for breakfast, but he'll always remember NWA, WCW shit. From- Didn't
0: JR <laughs> say the other week that he's taking a break? Yeah, Hong and, and then he showed up. he sucks now. Yeah, and then he showed up. And then he's shown up, like, twice.
1: <laughs> so, uh... I, I like this match, though, the the six-man tag. I don't understand. I, I already We joke all the time. Champions just don't know how to be booked. Oh, you're tag champions? You should go for the triples, tag, trios tag titles. Oh, you're oh.
0: trios champions? Better put you in singles feuds. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's just so stupid. But uh, finally got the moment everyone's been waiting for. The two guys that sit down in the ring sat down, <laughs> stared at each other, and went, hey, this is pretty cool, uh, which I think – you could have done in a singles match, like, all these time
0: in a huge stadium or something. Could, could have been pretty cool. The match was pretty good, though. This shows, like, that, like, Collision isn't Rampage, you know? They, they are putting... He, to, uh, eh. TK, no, they don't book this match on Rampage. Like, he's trying to put big matches every single week. But it's and just would, one, though. Sorry?
1: Like, it's just the one big match. Everything else was jobbers, like, dudes I'd never even seen before.
0: It's more than...
1: Like, who did Hobbs beat?
0: No, well, like, look, he's Andrew Everett. You've got this new, like, you've got this show with a, like, basically a separate cast mainly. Yeah, you're building Ricky Starks in a talking segment. You're, uh, you're building like the Joe thing was a squash to set up the thing with Punk. Yeah, um, and this is a big match that people want to see. It's CMFTR going for the trios championships. You don't get that on Rampage. Like, he's each week of this show, he's put on a big, big main event that people will want to tune in to see. It's just, again, weird timing. Like, this is a match that you could do. Say it, FTR dropped the titles to yeah. the Bucks at All In. Yeah. This is a big match you could do at, at And All in. we would have believed that like there that. would
1: have been a title change, but we just knew <laughs> Except that. Except
0: you go, you're not going in, like, FTR aren't going in as double champion. Well, same with Punk. It's, yeah. like, you don't buy it. No, he's, happen. that's not a real title. Yeah. So... <laughs> You don't buy the change, so it, again, it just was weird timing. And oh, this this feels a big match that you don't drop with a week's notice. But yeah, I guess I do. It is clear that TK is putting stuff behind this show. I think
1: it, like I, it does feel different, but like to me, when I watch it, it's still, it still it feels like a different. It feels more WWE than AEW does, but it feels like every time I watch it, it's got the same people. In the same matches, finally the the buck the uh, the Bullet Club guys weren't wrestling, mm. not knocking the wrestling because they put on some really good wrestling. They actually had a little funny segment which had me killing laughing. So it's actually the Guns versus the Bucks on oh, Dynamite, Einstein, yeah. which is pretty good setting up the Bucks another tag win under the belt. But but yeah, uh, I I really enjoyed the main event. I was a little confused at why it was happening now. Like again, I think you're right. If you build this in a few months for a pay per view trios titles people would go nuts
0: to see these six go at it. They delivered. The match was great. And, ma- and maybe that's part of this, you know, finish with Joe interfering, uh, taking out Punk. It kind of builds that match. And you can always go back to this match Yeah. Uh, with, like, well, we got screwed out the first time. But, again, going back, you only get one chance to do it the first time. So, speaking of, we're getting Joe versus
1: Punk at all in at Wembley Stadium. If you told me that two months ago... I would have went, fuck yeah, that's awesome. Instead, I got to watch it for free on TV from Regina. And uh, to be honest, I don't think I'll ever watch that match again. Mm. So why now all of a sudden they're just pretending that that match didn't happen a month ago in this tournament. And instead we're doing it bigger and better, hopefully, on the bigger stage. Just a little weird.
0: I'm trying to remember. I'm hey, remember, buy this the, buy this pay per view because it's got these matches we already showed you for free. And the trilogy, isn't it? Two time limit draws and one Joe win. So Punk finally beat Joe so, in Regina. This is essentially a rubber match, no?
1: Kind of like Joe's always beaten him, right? No, no, they've.
0: I Joe beat. I think Joe beat him once, and then they drew twice. Time limit draw twice, I think, and then Punk won the one in Regina. Okay, there was definitely a time limit draw in there. I, I think, yeah. Punk never had beaten him until recently. but So
1: like you couldn't have had that moment for this show? Where oh, yeah. I, beat him?
0: I completely don't get why. So
1: like, again, I want to dissect this a bit because I feel like we're really shitting on AEW today, but uh, they deserve it. <laughs> so because uh, I love them, too. But I'll, I'll give two sides of a, of a coin here. Samoa Joe mm-hmm. been wrestling for so long. How many like he is a legend. He will be a Hall of Famer in whatever Hall of Fames there are of wrestling. He's great. His only WrestleMania match was a 52-second match against Rey Mysterio. Yeah. We were there. I was pretty bummed. Didn't get to see Joe have a Mania match against Joe. It was kind of a squash. I think Rey was hurt. This is Joe's stadium match. Joe has never got it. He won't be wearing a poncho. Hopefully, we won't be wearing ponchos. This is his first ever like huge stadium show, considering this guy's been... In wrestling for so long, he's commentated at a stadium show, but never wrestled properly. That 50 second match, that that sucks. It so, count. Yeah. yeah, so I get that this guy deserves this huge spot. Fuck, who should we put him against? Why not Punk? Cool. So why did you do it last month on TV in Yukon or whatever the fuck for free? When like now you want me to carry about it, care about it again? So I'm just like, Urgh. there's so many things I'm just angry about little things.
0: Yeah, they. Two time limit draws, one win for This Joe, is the rubber G. I wonder who's winning.
1: Is so, it for the Ring of Honor time limit? What is the ch- title he's got? The real AEW championship. No no, 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 no. Which one does Joe have? Oh, TV title. So Punk didn't cut a promo saying, you know, I've always wanted to become the Ring of Honor TV champion, and then I'm going to do it at Wembley. Mm. No, instead, after Collision went off the air, Punk cut a promo on Hangman Page saying he doesn't move merch or figures or m- ratings.
0: Yeah. Um yeah, like I I do think Punk Joe is a big match. I am still excited for it. I I agree. I don't think like I don't think you needed to do that. Um no. Owen Cup match. Um it does take the luster out of this one a little bit. Um but it it also this this does feel like as think it feels like a stadium worthy match. If you're not doing Punk against, you know, the proper main event is in this company that he doesn't like. Joe's as good as anyone. You know, I'd, I'd take a Joe match over a Jay White match or a Ricky Starks match. Me too. Which are the only two other people he seems to want to wrestle. Exactly. With in capacity yeah, yeah, at this yeah. Point. So, yeah. Um, but, again, just grow up. And, like, yeah, so what's with this this shoot? I don't know, oh, man.
1: I watched I – w- I came home from work and I was like, oh, you know what? Wrestling on a Saturday does fit in your schedule sometimes. I – chilled out, I accidentally ate your burgers. (laughs) I'm sorry. And then I I went out after, and then when I'm out, I'm going on Twitter, I'm like, Punk cut a promo on Hangman. No, he didn't. And then I'm reading, no, it was after the show fucking went off the air. That's some cowardice shit, if I've heard it. So, is this not promoting a match for something? (laughs) Like, the guy's
0: just dissing Hangman? If it it is, then then cool. cool. If not, what's... What's what? the point? And it's—he talks about coward shit. Oh, I'm gonna—I'm gonna cut a promo on a guy who's not even fucking here. Yeah. And I'm gonna wait until the cameras are off. Like pathetic. Like you know fucking someone pathetic.
1: You and, know someone's gonna record this and re- and talk about it and like you know this is gonna make rounds. It's not like and what no one is has... a
0: fucking lame line. You you know where the cool hangman because his his merch is always hanging up in the shops because he doesn't move much. Cool. Good one, good one. Sorry, you're... sorry. He chipped your tooth, did he? <laughs> fucking loser. Sorry, yeah. you were hanging out in the toy aisle the other day
1: yeah. <laughs> with your real world championship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fucking you're, you're a loser, fucking dude. Dork.
0: Like fuck, man. You're you should... calling a guy out. you sorry. You're scared. You 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 said that you were you were scared for your life in a match against the anxious millennial cowboy. One of the the see, guy who wears
1: they, butterflies on his wears pants.
0: Butterflies on his pants. <laughs> seemingly one of the an ex teacher. Uh, seemingly one of the, the nicer guy, nicest guys in this company. Oh, but he he hurt me. He chipped my tooth. Okay, cool. Oh, but I, I sell more toys than him. Cool, cool. Grow up. Like, look... Uh, Fucking put your differences aside. Yeah. Make some money. He then, like... Fight each I, I other. Know, go,
1: I'm sure you've watched, if you're listening to this, you probably watched the clip of it. It's, it's all because someone had a sign in front of him, and that's what, like, tipped him off to do this. And then he fucks up his, like, line at the end of the promo. Because he's like, I'm going to hit you with a GTS. Ah, oh, fuck. He just kind
0: of, like, goes off the rails. If I was Hangman, I'd just start going to, uh, secretly, to collision every week. Just waiting. Is he going to cut something? i coming out. Yeah? Sorry, <laughs> what did you just say, Buddy?
1: Yeah, he, Hangman's probably watched Punk's UFC fights before and
0: knows he can take. And him. like you listen, you listen to the crowd here as well. They like, go like, "Oh, uh, that was oh, weird." Weird. And then he's like, "No, no, I know there's some fans, and they're just like, Yeah boo! But, yeah, like, like shut up! We're here to see it you and celebrate.' That okay, weird. in Chicago, yeah, nowhere else. I don't think this yeah. crowd were not behind. And you're also in.
1: And don't uh, nitpick in here, but this guy was in WWE for like fucking 10 years. Yeah, of course, you. No, people know who you are. Yeah. You're CM Punk. You never shut Do the like, fuck up.
0: watch AEW. We'll see a, your toy and buy it.
1: Yeah. Mm. However, you're saying Hangman doesn't pop ratings? <laughs> Bro, what was the rating last week? Mm. Ricky Starks versus CM Punk with Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. What was the fucking rating on that? Fucking abysmal. Yeah. Mm. Moves ratings. Bro, neither do you. We found out. You're a liar. You're not what we say you are. You're not Hogan in the NWO. Your ratings are terrible. So.
0: He's he's Hogan fucking Bash at the Beach. Like, that's <laughs> like, how I'm finding this out. This guy's saying you, this guy doesn't pop a rating like I do. No, you don't. For someone who, like, so much of his career and his character was... You know the yeah anti-authority establishment. The man, fuck be- the man, fuck the man. You like, become that, bro. Anti anti-politics, anti the likes of the you know your Kevin Nash's, your Hogans, anti all that. That's what he's doing. And just like fucking cheap shots when the guy isn't even there. Yeah, really bizarre. Just found that so strange. It took. I had a great
1: time watching that match, and then I watched that promo. I was like, you're making me so sour on you again. And like, the
0: whole time, Hangman's like said nothing. Yeah, he like just it's like oh that guy's going on about me again I know like, he's
1: not on social media anymore he deleted his socials but like is like what do you what would you say like I don't know the the dramas behind all this if it's not leading to a match then like why would Punk say these um, things
0: whether this is just Punk like is it like the elite side that don't want to face him and therefore Punk's just prodding the bear he's like no I want that match I want to make money maybe that's it and maybe that's why he's doing this shit it's just it's bizarre
1: yeah super strange i I can't for the life of me yet. as a fan of all these guys and wrestling is just like why would this one guy seem like he cannot get over something mm-hmm. like so badly like wow just so we
0: love aew and we can't wait to go
1: yeah yeah i,
0: I don't like we're still excited it's still gonna be a super fun day because we'd have had a bunch of Sisame daddies before going <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I still have this ticket
1: available for anyone out there. I'll hang out at Trinity Bar all day and watch. No, uh, I'm still really excited, but definitely scratching my head at some of the things going on. And it looks like politics and wrestling are something that go hand in hand all these years later. But you're right for the guy who says he doesn't care about that kind of shit. Seems like you care about
0: talking about other people a lot, Mm. a lot. And yeah, sorry, that like the that promo from Hangman was like 14 months ago. No, yeah. People don't forget like maybe longer. Who knows before it was built to double or nothing. Double or nothing was in May. So yeah, like you been doing, over a year. You're talking 14, 15 months since hangman cut that promo and you're still fucking upset about it. You gave him his receipt once on TV and then you did a presser. Yeah. and like hangman's not said shit about you and you're still going on. Yeah. Rent's fucking expensive. Weak. What is it? Weak body and weak fucking fragile mind. Fragile mind. Yeah. Fragile,
1: fragile egos. Yeah. Hangman, dumb fucking page, whatever. <laughs> Hangman just seems like the nicest guy. Like, fuck, man. If it was someone else, you would be like, oh, Punk's probably right. But it's, like, no.
0: You always, you know, like you work, like I work with some people and there's, you always have that friend who doesn't say like a bad word against anyone. Yeah. And then you get maybe a new staff member come in and this person starts talking shit about them. Yeah, It's like, okay, that person needs to go. Because yeah. Because clearly if, if like that person doesn't like him, or if that person doesn't like yeah. this nice person, they're the problem.
1: But the person who talks shit about everyone, mm. you're never gonna listen. Why yeah. you talking? You shit on everyone. Yeah. You hate this person. You hate this person. Like fuck. Who do you like? Why are you here? Because mm. <laughs> you can't get out of this contract now, and you got to show up. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. Awful. So are we ever getting that match? And you know no, Punk I is going to go, I pin you. I have to be you. Yeah, I win. Ha- yeah, that's, that's why they're not I green. pin you with the
0: buckshot lariat.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll mess it up on purpose yeah. <laughs> and pin you with it. And they're like, no, absolutely not. So maybe that's why these people don't want to wrestle.
0: Well, especially now the whole all of the elite have signed contracts, right? They're there they're for here. another, what, three years, is it? Three, five? Yeah, but two, Punk won't three. be
1: after like two. No. So they'll be fine. <laughs> yeah they'll be back to being the stars again when he's gone yeah. because he's definitely not well, they're the around.
0: stars on the main show. I guess. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, in a six man match at the stadium, <laughs> we hate everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go over to the G one climax. It finally climaxed. It came to an end. It came it climaxed. Uh, you had Naito beating Okada in the finals. Um, this was a uh, bit of a different format this year. We had uh, four blocks with uh, quarters, semis, and finals. And I think finally in those last couple of days, you got those real like proper G1 matches. Uh, and I might have thrown out a Daniel Craig for a couple of these. Nice. Yeah, you know what? I, I
1: kind of feel the same way. I cherry-picked a lot of this G1. I only watched certain matches I kind of had interest in, so I skipped a lot. But... The ones I checked out, I really liked. My only gripe was I – again, kind of a two, two-headed two thing here. I liked that the time limit because there's so many matches that did not need to go mm-hmm. like 30 minutes. But then it made everyone like act like they're in these like G1 epics in like round one, round two. And these matches are 15 minutes long. So it kind of got a little – yeah. yeah, it kind of got a little like not as special and important. And then sometimes I, when I watch like a match, and they're like, "Okay, the twenty minutes is almost up." I'm like, "Well, why?" Because these guys should wrestle for like a bit more. It's just getting to the good mm-hmm. stuff. I finally got that in like the, the the semifinals matches where they gave them the full limit that they got to like the levels that they got to, like Naito and Osprey oh, was just. Yeah phenomenal and naito is really the mr g1 he's just had so many classic g1 matches and the rest of the year he just doesn't give a fuck mm. <laughs> apparently like oh man but like yeah really loved that match really loved uh naito okada those again those two always have really good ma- i don't know
0: that, um sorry what was it it was the uh oh no it was it this the stormbreaker into the destino in yeah. the Osprey match was yeah. like whoa where that yeah. come from some of the,
1: the stuff in that match was just insane so Naito definitely uh picking it up for this tournament
0: i i kind of liked and didn't like the 20 minutes i i think i liked it because it it made the tournament a bit more exciting you could get draws more draws come out of nowhere and it means like i always remember that you know Omega Okada G1 match and it's like well if no one won in 60 minutes, how is someone going to win in 30? But you see people change their style. It, it's kind of like, you know, the last few minutes of a, a football game where you pull out the keeper or whatever, because right, right. you, or it's, you put everyone in, in defense or whatever, because you're just going for that last goal. Or yeah, it it kind of has that sort of thing where you're opening yourself up a bit more by dropping your defense to go on the attack, which I like, but it does give a, a ceiling of four stars for me it doesn't you can't really get above that in these you can't get into matches. the next year you of can't get action are yeah, yeah. used to in previous years um but i thought yeah uh some of these la- if you've been listening to me for a while you know i'm not a massive naito fan but i thought he really came through in this tournament the match against tanahashi that i reviewed with karen uh i thought was excellent and you know Tana has had a rough year. He's been looking rough, but he looked like Tana from three years ago in that match. And I thought they had a really, really good match in the, in the D block finals. Naito beating Tana, Osprey and Okada. Like that's crazy. Yeah. And the, that Osprey match was match of the tournament in my opinion. The Okada match, not far behind. The Okada match was really good too. I agree. Uh, I think Zack Sabre Jr. had a really good tournament again. Zack's match against Naito was really, really good. Um, and yeah, so I, it's kind of, it's what I predicted on the post tournament thing. I guess we're getting Sonata. Naito, Sonata, which doesn't really do it for me, but there are a lot of LIJ and Naito fans in Japan who I think will dig that match. And as long as the undercard is good, like, do we get, I like, I felt we were going to get Okada, Kiyomiya, but Kiyomiya kind of just fizzled out in this tournament, so I don't know if that's going to be a thing. Um I assume Osprey omega uh 3 will be Tokyo Dome. Yeah, which is a great number 2. Um but yeah, th- this tournament did feel long. I I tried my best to keep up. I definitely uh faded towards the end, but there's there's definitely some good stuff to watch in there and I do recommend, you know, looking at the the post wrestling recommendations cuz uh, there's some, there's some great stuff in there. Yeah. Like you got a cherry pick. There's too much of it. Like on top of
1: all the other wrestling going on, there's so much. It's right when now.
0: you're like three, four weeks in and it's, I've got another Mikey Nichols match. Yeah. I'm not it's, watching. Sorry, but yeah. like no disrespect. Well, yeah, I'm disrespecting him, but like it. Uh, I like to disrespect, uh, evil. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Cause you were, you, we were talking today, like prepping, uh, for the show and you're like, Oh, I'm watching the evil match. And I'm like, I don't know if I could watch another one. I, I. It's Genuinely a, don't know if I could. Do it's it.
0: frustrating because he's he's not a terrible wrestler. Right. Like the guy can wrestle and I think L I J iteration, like he's never been one of my favourites, but he'd have some good matches and you go, Oh wow, that was a pretty good match. But the all the House of Torch stuff it's so lazy. There I saw I think four F bumps in the match with Okada. <laughs> In the semi, and it's just like... What are My, you- see, I'm
1: talking about evil. My brain just said, you need to yawn right now. Yeah, like, just, what are you terrible. Doing? Everything is evil. Yeah, but he got still a higher match rating than uh, Roman Reigns and Jey Uso, so... Yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I definitely recommend those. Uh, the Naito Osprey, the, yeah. the Naito Okada. Excellent stuff.
1: Yeah, so, like, I think they did a good job of proving that Naito is their white knight right now. Beating the three top guys in New Japan in a row is, is a big deal, I'd say, and I still think they got they helped get over some of the newer guys, like the Three Musketeers, certain people that you don't necessarily see a lot of shine. Eddie Kingston just living his dream, getting to fight in the G1 and meet Kawada. He's just living it up over in Japan. I'm sure he's sad that it's got to come to a low. But like, what's his all-in match? Are we getting that announcement? It's got to be like Shingo or something. No right idea.
0: yeah like i mean he he's been shooting his own angles like yeah because aw won't but so. yeah it's yeah i mean he's he's basically said he wants evil and ishi Sorry, triple he, he wants shingo and, and ishi yeah yeah so you could do one match at all in one match at all out we know both shingo and ishi are in town yeah they're in the rev pro yeah uh show the day before um but will it be booked i don't know <laughs> i don't know yeah, uh, Fungi One Definitely
1: worth cherry-picking some of the stuff through there because there's some great wrestling, but definitely picked up towards the semifinals
0: and the finals. Let's move over to a company who do know how to book stories and <laughs> properly book. Uh, oh, God. Go over to WWE. Oh. Uh, I did catch a bit of SmackDown this morning. J-J um, deuces? Well, we'll start with, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, WWE's actually coming to Toronto next week. Yes. While we're away. Uh, and they kind of advertised this a year ago when we when we took, uh, well, dad, John Pollock, took us <laughs> to Raw, uh, raspberry martinis and sunglasses inside, uh, and Edge cut a promo at the end, kind of hinting at retiring
1: uh, in, Toronto. in
0: Toronto next year, ne- what, next year being this year, um, kind of pulled that back, they're, they're now doing a 25th anniversary thing, and Edge came out and called out Seamus, and this was a pretty pretty cool segment. I don't know if you got to see it or not. No, I didn't. Edge said uh basically that uh he was doing a lot of before he came back to wrestling uh Sheamus's Celtic Warrior workouts and they were hanging out a lot okay. and that they met in Dublin uh in like 2004 and kind of Edge inspired Seamus to get into wrestling wow. and kind of pushed him to do it. Holy they shit. shared a pint of Guinness in Dublin and then years later Sheamus is doing these workouts and they're going bike riding like mountain biking nice in north carolina and edge is saying about how he thought it'd be hilarious because seamus is huge and would look ridiculous on this bike and yeah. does not really know how to do it but it's edge who eats shit <laughs> and they play the video of him mountain right. biking and eating shit and taking right. this tumble and getting up and he's got like bruising and cuts down Ooh. his arms and then he's like that wasn't too bad like, if I can take a bump like that, why can't I wrestle? And Sheamus is like, well, look into it. And he looked into it. And then obviously we know he came back and he's been wrestling ever since. Um, so Sheamus definitely came out and said, I'm going to bruise you worse than the." <laughs> yeah. So so Edge was like, we've never, ever had a match. And I'm thankful for you to bringing me back into wrestling. Yeah. It's my 25th anniversary. Let's do it, and let's beat the shit out of each other. They've never wrestled. No. I think they've wrestled in a four-way. Possibly. Possibly. Yeah, never in, in a tags single tags or something. Yeah, never uh, in a single. Not one-on-one. One. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was a, a really cool segment, and uh, I loved the use of the footage they had, and I think both. I think Sheamus has earned so much respect from fans in the last two years. Uh, Brawling Brutes are over. It's going to be Edge in Toronto. I, I think this is going to be... Really fun, yeah, and uh, a fun main event. And obviously, if if it was a different timing, like it would be something I'd be pretty pumped to see. Oh, I'd absolutely, yeah,
1: I'd absolutely be going if we were if we were here as huge Edge fan. Definitely bumped. I've seen Edge at. Uh- at the ACC one too many times, so it's okay. I've definitely had my fair share of paying money to go see him. And there.
0: also knowing he's not retiring. I yeah. think if it was his retirement. Oh, man, be like, I'm just, uh, I'm
1: actually, not, I'm only going to feel okay about it after. I need to know because I have a feeling with all this shit, he could just be like, actually, yeah, I'm done. You do. So I'd be like, oh, man,
0: like the guy that got me back into wrestling retired. Me. It's funny. He mentions Toronto and there's booze and he's like, come on, guy. You can't because they're in, uh, where were they? Calgary. Calgary. Yeah. He's like, "Come on, guy, you can't boo boo Toronto when I'm here." Please, (laughs) they're like, "Boo!" Uh, But yeah, I I thought that was a pretty enjoyable segment. And looking, yeah, looking, we'll try and catch that match. uh, What that's Friday night, so can watch that Saturday morning with breakfast. Nice. All right. Yeah, that'll be be weird
1: watching SmackDown in London from Toronto. Yeah, (laughs) it's weird.
0: Yeah, whilst. The night after we've seen the weekend, weekend from, Toronto, from Toronto in, Toronto, London. in London. Yeah, that's really yeah. We, we, we don't plan things out well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Neither does Tony Khan. Okay. No.
0: <laughs> and then we had the, uh, the why Jimmy, why segment.
1: Yeah, more of days of our lives uh, yeah. here with Jay Uso being like, my brother got involved in a match that was specifically the rules where no one is allowed to get involved. Yeah. So I'm
0: done. I'm out. So it starts with Jimmy and Roman and Roman's like, Jimmy, I owe ya, And uh, like, what do you want? A new car, buy you a yacht, whatever. And Jimmy is still out of the bloodline. He's like, I don't want shit from you. Uh, Jay comes out to confront and Jimmy basically tells Jay that he did it because he didn't want Jay to become an egotistical asshole like Roman. He's like, if you won that match, you'd be tribal chief and then You'd be the same deluded prick that, that our cousin is. Wow. So I, I saved you from that. Uh, kind of kind of weird logic. Um, ends with Jimmy super kicking Roman to prove he's still not in the bloodline. But then Jay super kicking Jimmy and then saying, I'm done with the bloodline. I'm done with SmackDown. I'm done with WWE. And sh- throws up the deuces. Deuce's penitentiary, yeah. So they put him in the
1: alumni thing on their website. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <They are> amazing!
1: <laughs> Wrestling fans are fast to find shit out like that. So uh, are we getting main event J? What's his real name? Fatu? No, that's a, main event J in AEW. Uh, uh,
0: yeah, I I don't know. What, what's, book him for all in. There's still time. <laughs> they should. I mean, we've already set like when the you know the Punk thing happened after Money in the Bank. He should have been working indie shows yeah. and things. Like. I know he's showing up. He yeah. did a couple of like uh, what, like Comic Con kind of things. But Jay Uso should be—is he John? Is he John Fatu, or is that? Yeah, I can't remember. He the, should be whatever that is, just doing you know, uh, like GCW Defy and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, just show up places. Um, yeah, uh, I've I've just been
1: so over the Bloodline stuff. Like mm-hmm. I love the Usos and the stuff they've done this year, but like I just don't care anymore. I think. Week by week, I'm slowly realizing, was the Bloodline story the best storyline in wrestling in modern day? Or is Sami Zayn just that damn good at thinking that the Bloodline was that good of a Mm. storyline? Because I just haven't liked it at all. It's the same fucking shit. Mm. And now you're just Russo booking it, even just swerve for a swerve. And he kicks Roman and then he kicks him. It's like... Man, and this is all not going to happen now. This is,
0: like, for stuff later on. So, So, yeah, Jay will take a break to then do a big return to set up this match, And then to make
1: things even weirder is Rikishi tweets out, like, hey, I'm going to be doing this wrestling event because I'm going to be the ref at Payback. Great, thanks for letting us know. Oh, really? Okay. Thanks for announcing it. And then he quickly deletes it, like, oh, it was a mistake by the booker. No, bro, it was a mistake by you and your management. (laughs) So possibly So what,
0: rikishi the ref i don't Jimmy versus know i think
1: that's too soon but.
0: you could do you could maybe do a jimmy roman match now but that's a weird dynamic because people are gonna boot both of them yeah now um yeah i'm i i'm growing tired of it now i like everyone involved and i do think there's been some really good stuff in these yeah three years of this story um i well, we're only bottom of the third right now yeah,
1: Heyman so, talking out his ass for so sure. So that
0: means we've got six more years to go? Six more years of, of the bloodline?
1: Um, Finish the story, Cody, please.
0: But yeah, I, I'm kind of losing interest a bit. I It's always weird when you do these brother versus brother feuds as well because they never really work. Like, I I think back to Jeff and Matt matches. They've never really hit particularly. And then you end up just putting them back together anyway. Yeah, um, But... Yeah, I mean, it would have been interesting if he, like he said, leaving WWE, but I'm like, ah, go NXT. Go NXT. Go face Don. Just let him chill. Let the men go on
1: vacation. Meanwhile, Moxley's like, for fuck's sake.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Moxley's on, like, every week, just bleeding away. I want a
1: vacation. Kate, can you just stay for, like, another month or so? We'll make you champ, and then you'll lose the Funk and you can go on your vacation. Okay, cool. And then doesn't ever...
0: So, also on SmackDown, we had Rey Mysterio winning the U.S. Championship. Yeah. So, now both Mysterios representing North America. Uh, Rey just just representing the States, whereas, you know, yeah. Dom represents Mexico, represents us in Canada. A and the States. So, Dom's still a little, little above his father, Did, his you deadbeat know, dad.
1: The, kids these days are more woke than their parents.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, where is this... Are we getting a title-v-title title match down the line?
1: I think they had to make some changes. I'm assuming it was Santos, and I think an injury is what caused him to not be the one to win the title. They did a
0: beat-down angle, angle with him, right?
1: Yeah, I have a feeling that was the way it was supposed to. I I could be wrong, but like I can't see them going, nah, nah let's just do
0: it on Ray because that would just be a little backwards. So I think that was their plan B. You can always do the Santos turn as well like santos is a, has been a pretty good heel in the he's a past. way better heel yeah um, but the lwo is so over right now so i don't think that's anytime soon but you can have ray you know elevate this title a bit may have a, a decent run with it and then if it's santos v ray that's something you could do you know like survivor series time or something like that yeah um ray versus dom but i do see unify Happening? yeah i i could see that happening
1: all these nxt titles get unified and deleted so that could happen but yeah. I mean the North American title makes sense to have on NXT though so I don't know if it's that's... been a good title there I yeah. think but uh, Ray Mysterio versus Dom for both and
0: then Rey defends both but it's good it's off Austin Theory now and <laughs> best sentence you said all day right like it's, it's true It it's gonna like Gunther's done great stuff with the IC title the I saw maybe LA Knight beating Austin Theory for this thing but I kind of feel LA Knight's a bit above that and i i think they're because they're i think they're treating him really well i i really enjoyed his promo segment with the miz this week yeah 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 i think and like the crowd are so behind him and i think it's like a blessing i know we shouldn't wish ill on people but it's a blessing that vince has had this surgery and is kind of suffering right now because i think it's it's been kind of clear like you look at raw and people that they have started focusing on a little bit uh they seem like some of uh Papa Paul's project, yeah, and I think LA Knight could have a good shot at being uh, a big feature. And I think winning a title of Austin Theory doesn't really matter or mean anything at this point.
1: I think they still could have given it, give him something that like elevates, like winning a title for the first time in WWE would be pretty cool for him. But like, because I don't see him being world champion this year, and like, that's not a knock to him because I think he's fucking so over. Do you see the video? That was on TikTok or YouTube or Instagram. This girl, this woman explaining that her husband has the L.A. night syndrome. And then, like, she's like, I don't know. We went to a wrestling event and all he keeps doing is this and, like, films him. She'll be like, hey, honey, like, is dinner almost ready? And he, yeah. And she's like, this is the worst shit ever. So, like, screw you, whoever you are, L.A. night. <laughs> Were we not discussing yeah, how my yeah, girlfriend yeah. felt last yeah. week? She's, yeah. She's like, Jesus Christ. So he's so over. I love this character. I, I'm confused at why Ray won the title, but it'll make things a bit more interesting because it needed to be off Austin Theory. So yeah. that's yeah, the better. Yeah, 100%. Thing. Yeah,
0: Especially now you've got Grayson Waller there. Like, do we need an Austin Theory? I don't well? think we do. I don't think the people um, want Austin
1: Theory. I think they realized they wasted that Cena spot on yeah. him.
0: Um, I mean, but I think like Seth's title is something LA Knight could feasibly win at right. some point. Yeah, true. Um, We also had uh we setting up nakamura versus seth so turn nakamura heel apparently and okay and setting up for a, a match with rollins right which i don't know like we've we see nakamura motivated once in a blue moon yeah uh i'd like his matches with seth always on paper sound like they'll be good and have never really hit never but we'll see like uh Motivation. It's the first time he's been in the world title picture for a long time. So sure. yeah. Could be. It's, it's fresh. We've, I think we've moved, we've done Seth and the uh, Judgment Day a bit too much now at this point, and he needed someone new. So uh, Nakamura's a stopgap. Is this a pay-per-view match? So what is payback the next thing. Yeah. And how many weeks away? September. Something. Yeah, could be. I guess so.
1: Maybe he'll bring out Lil Uzi to bring out Nakamura. Sure. Or is that for Mania?
0: Sure. I mean, last time we turned heel, they added the rap so people can't sing, didn't they? Right. Uh, right. Yeah. Their next stadium show, whenever that is. Uh, anything else from WWE this week?
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think. I think that's that's kind of all of it. They're they're doing really well. I I don't necessarily watch Raw and SmackDown every week. I really don't, but I do still kind of see what's going on because I'm really into a lot of the the fresh faces and characters like for once wwe's like kind of getting those things over yeah. which they weren't doing before so someone like io shirai becoming champion instantly like has my attention mm. of like okay well let's see what they can do with this and matches they can book and i'm hoping her payback matches something pretty cool i'm sure it will be la night like you just cannot avoid this like star th- the way things work in wrestling sometimes and media and entertainment is just sometimes things pick up and become hot and that's just kind of how it was and is going right now. And there's a lot of like the bloodline stuff, as much as we're saying, oh, we're kind of over it. It's still, num- it's still huge. And yeah. people still want to tune in to watch it. So I'm always happy that WWE like popular because it just makes wrestling like more popular and people getting into it and, and talking about it. And, and it's, it's awesome. It's great. I, I still am like not checking out the weekly stuff, but I'm still like so over the, like I, I'm loving their, their PLEs and their pay-per-views. So they're really like connecting as well and, and the 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 views don't lie there. When you hear yeah. someone talk about CM Punk like he doesn't pop a rain, it's like no brother, like these guys do. When they announce the bloodline's gonna have another fucking half an hour segment,
0: people <laughs> tune in to watch it. I think Electra Lopez must be helping them yeah. because business is up eighteen yeah, exactly. percent. Like it's business is up on all on all levels. Business yeah. Uh,
1: so then that's like all the wrestling kind of going on. There was a Triple Mania last night. Triple Mania 77, 2023. I feel like every week they just do a Triple Mania now, yeah. so whatever. Uh, but yeah, I mentioned QT won a title off Penta, I think. And then, uh, I'm hoping Vikingo isn't actually injured and it maybe it's just part of some sort of storyline there. But, uh, yeah, there's just so much wrestling going on. No matter where you are, like New Japan, Triple Mania in Mexico, AEW, WWE, it's just, Everywhere is wrestling, so including indie shows in, in, in wherever you may be in, in in the world. Like there's indie shows that are just popping off. Like we said, Rev Pro doing that Copper Box show uh, over here in Toronto. Demand Lucha. I'm sad we're missing SmackDown. I'm more sad we're missing Demand Lucha versus House of Glory. I know, yeah. Oh man, this one's gonna be awesome. If you're in the Toronto area, you got to go to this because we cannot, and we trust me, we want to. And this has like. They're bringing in like Alex Shelley, Black Taroos, and there's some crazy matches on this one. So uh, would we would definitely be at that one. I think our, our boy Gringo uh, is on that show as well, but just uh, so many. So I think that's the 24th of August. So if you're in the Toronto go area, to. definitely go to that show and say hello to the uh, people of demand for us. Because those guys absolutely kill it every single time. So
0: Always a fun time.
1: Yeah, yeah. absolutely.
0: Uh, well, we're going to be back on Tuesday on the post-wrestling feed for our... Our last up next together for a few weeks as we uh, we pass the torch over to B and Sino while we're in Europe. Uh, this week we have Dana Brooke versus Blair Davenport. Tony D'Angelo and Channing Stax Lorenzo defending the tag titles against the Dyad. And we have... Wesley versus Dijak in a number one contenders match for the NXT championship. That should be pretty good. Yeah. NXT has been cooking, especially... They delivered at that last yeah. show earlier in the, Oh, yeah, those in, two, in yeah.
1: So mm-hmm. this this rematch should, should even be a step up. So NXT has been delivering with the wrestling and been absolutely killing collision in the ratings, too. So it's, you got to watch NXT. NXT has <laughs> been pretty good recently, yeah. Uh, so lots and lots of wrestling. We're going to be back Tuesday, like you said. And then after that, for the next few weeks, we will be taking a little bit of a break. But see no evil and be Detroit. will be filling in for up next covering NXT week by week. And I'm sure talking a little bit about everything else going on in wrestling. So check those guys out for us. I know they're going to be dropping a what up dough on this very feed in the next little while. So look for that as well. So lots and lots of podcasts, PoisonRana.ca for the landing page of all the stuff we do, including our stuff, our drink menus on our socials for the all in it, all the other podcasts that we do. Patreon.com slash for only five bucks, you get access to hundreds of podcasts that we do. So go support your small content creators and buy us a beer for our trip to Wembley. Yeah. Because it's going to be expensive. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you guys at Poison Rana pod, Twitter, Instagram. I myself, Twitter, Instagram at the
0: Brady. And I am at Davy Portman. That's it. That's all. Take care.
1: Goodbye. Be safe. And shout out to the Peg Warmer Hangman Adam Page. Oh, we love you.